Hi, I'm Tony T, and this is your Nerd of Godcast, Episode 69 Overture. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Well, since Toys R Us is going belly up, maybe it's time we start thinking about leaving Neverland behind and adulting for a change. Welcome to a world where you can stay up as late as you want and eat ice cream for breakfast, but you've also got to pay bills, go to the gym, do taxes, and watch things like Dancing with the Stars. So whether you're looking back at youth long gone by, or looking forward to an adulthood not yet attained, or desperately fighting to hold on to one or the other, join us today as we talk about growing up. This is your Nerd of Godcast. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture has to have a nice sit-down conversation with nerd culture, giving it tough love, but still a little tenderness and what we like to call a Mr. Feeny moment. <laughs> I'm Tony T, and for the next few minutes, we're going to be talking about all the things that make us geek out and give glory to God, but I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me, as always, is Steve-O, Supremo. What's up, everybody? Steven, you get your your starburst eaten? I did. I had to swallow it quickly, because (laughs) I did not want to be... uh... Oh, so so you simulated it, so at least we still got the experience. Yeah. Of uh, of you eating a, a pink Starburst candy uh, right before we started recording. Um, moving across the table, he's often imitated but never successfully duplicated. Thank goodness, the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. What an introduction. Hello. Neff, um... <laughs> Will you stop throwing your daggum keys? <laughs> you, threw so, your, you threw your keys. Yeah. What was that now, now, here's the thing. Yeah. You've thrown your keys now 68 times. Mm-hmm. That was well, the he, 69th time you've thrown your keys. Mm-hmm. Well, he used to stuff them inside a if tissue I, box. If I throw them one more time, I get a free sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a I was going to say, what Regular-sized mm-hmm. soft drink. Uh, so do you feel like now that Steven, that, that's your like little good luck juju thing, which far be it for me to stop you from exercising <laughs> your superstitious beliefs here in in, uh, in God's house, but uh, do you feel like now that Steven has, has like identified it vocally and spoken it, that it somehow lost its magic touch? I don't believe in magic. <laughs> oh, he just believes in key throwing. Uh, <laughs> Consistency. Well, here comes trouble. Let's make it she's double. Uh, she's sweet and she's salty. Let's give it up for the twins, Jackie and Jess. Hi. How's Hi. it going? Which one's sweet and which one's salty? You know. It depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> You're sweet and salty. They're she's like, Jess. They're like, the sa- they're like the Sour Patch Kids. Oh. Sometimes yes. it depends on the time of day. <laughs> I'm done. What? <laughs> <laughs> so random. Jackie, you did a good job uh, last week on uh, episode 68. Listen back to the show. Your hosting abilities were above par. Oh, thank Jackie's you. Or below ask. par. Jackie's how, do you sc- how do we score wait, p- hosting uh, below. abilities? No, it's uh, Bob Par. Oh, okay. Bob Par. <laughs> Jackie's going to be more anxious listening back than she was actually doing it. I'm going to be like, I could have done this better. I could have done this better. Just don't let me do it again. Well, we all do. That's why most people just they don't. Most people here don't listen to the show. All right, listen. Uh, Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> did you listen to uh, episode 68? I did. Oh, I have a minute and 48 seconds left. I just hit the uh, post He just wanted to savor the post-credits. Well, no, everyone came here, and I just didn't want to be playing it while people were talking. Yeah, you just wanted to be chawing on a Starburst with an open mouth like a manatee. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's the man with the plan and a paintbrush in his hand. It's the official Ness, EJ Nieves. It's your boy. boy. What? Don't do that, okay? That's my moment. He I'm your boy. He doesn't share moments. <laughs> Don't step on his moments. Same Twitter. As we as we established last week, you're everybody's boy. I'm, I'm everybody's boy. Why boy. We, I think I cut, did. I cut that out from the no, episode. I wanted to cut. Don't why? You, don't make a throwback to a thing that's stupid. <laughs> we had a good Scottish moment afterwards. I'll never be able to talk again. <laughs> I think. I think I'm just gonna. I've got a lot of latent hostility, mm. and I think it's gonna it come out me. on Steven tonight. It's gonna be blatant hostility. It. It's yeah. gonna be Eeny, meeny, miny, Steven. That's, that's where it's going that's tonight. Gonna be I'm gonna take brunts of stuff. Brunts oh, of stuff? Brunt. Is that like a, a unit of measurement? Brunts of stuff. Um, I, I'd, like a, I'd like a brunt of that, please. And, uh, <laughs> Can I get a brunt of I like having a nice please? Sunday brunt for my mom. How many brunts in a barrel? 17 and a quarter. How many barrels in a hand? 18. What is a cubit? I don't know. <laughs> One brunt in the hand well, is what's in the bush. <laughs> let's ask the real question. What is a parsec? Sitting over there with his own brunt in his hand, he's pushing the buttons that make everything sound good. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. How could you? It's, it's Perry's own Nick Sadler. Hello. Hi, Nick. What's up? Perry's finest. Oh, you know, just brunting around. <laughs> you know, just hanging out, brunting around. Brunting much. <laughs> Sitting in the tub eating some cabbage. <laughs> so good, so good. Oh, man. So good. Well, we're going to get started because we got a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it in. But before we go on to the next thing real quick, I just want to ask a quick question. EJ, what is in your cup? Oh, Baja Blast. Baja Blast from Taco Bell. That's yes. like the, the Mountain Dew flavor that's exclusive, uh, yes. exclusive-ish to Taco Bell, right? Very delicious, yes. We so, actually just started carrying it at my store. In the yeah, they actually bottles. have it now. In you little, can purchase uh, it. I saw it at Walmart. It, it loosely. Yes. But I don't think any other restaurants sell no. oh, that, that, that kind of makes Blast. it a little upsetting to me. Like I would feel like if I went to Taco Bell and got the drink, it would be nice that it was exclusive to Taco Bell. Well, usually Bell. they what? only release it during the summertime. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be nice like if you really liked it and you wanted some to yep. not have to go to Taco Bell to get some, to be able to have it at the convenience of your own? Home. No, I, I understand the side of it, but for me, it reminds me of when we used to go to South Carolina and I'd yeah, have a cheer wine. wine whenever you go to South Carolina. Uh, always made me happy that Ooh, when I was in wine. South Carolina, I could treat myself to some cheer wine. But then they started selling down here, yeah. and I bought it when it was down here, but then I was like, it, it it's takes It's not a, special. It's yeah. not as special. I, I did feel that way because it was weird. I'll never forget when I did see the Baja Blast in like a two liter or like a little 16 ounce at Publix maybe about a year or two ago, and I was it just kind of... Like, I had this deflating feeling, like, oh, oh, okay, so now everybody can just, you know, go to Publix and buy it. So, no, I, I definitely, the exclusivity um, doesn't take away from the enjoyment of it, but it was cool to just go to Taco Bell and pick it up. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, and then sometimes when you have something like that, it's like, this is our kind of secret little thing. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll make the, the branch out to um, a little bit of a, a jump here, but Pokemon, Pokemon Go, does anybody here still play Pokemon Go regularly? Oh, oh not, regularly. not regularly. I'll play it like once every like two, three months. All right, so yes. I, I know I know that Jessica plays regularly. I know that Nick plays irregularly, and by that I mean he plays often, but way beyond the normal of what what people would call regular. Nick oh, plays no, so play much that he created no, no, no. a second I account. Know. Nick plays Nick plays every day. But he plays not just, I, I mean, because I play every day. Nick plays every day. Like, it, it's like he's got second account, but he doesn't have a second account just because he wants twice as much Pokemon. You see, for Nick, it's like, okay, I've got my Pokemon in a gym. 
and it's making money for me. But after a certain point, it stops making money for me. So I have a second account so that when that time comes that that Pokemon is no longer effective, I can go in with my other account and get it kicked out of the gym so I can bring it back and make it more useful somewhere else. Like Nick has yeah. strategies <laughs> on strategies and it's he's thinking way too much about like this game, you know? So this fake doesn't really mean anything game. Well, well that's what I was going to ask real quick like is there something are, are there competitions does it can it become like an international thing or is it just pure, purely enjoyment or is there like a you actual cannot make money off of it. watch okay. hey watch next time some people are sitting around that play and nick opens up his pokédex and asks me if it's competitive yeah cuz nick'll scroll down that thing and he'll be like you got one of these no i didn't think so i <laughs> my, my character that i've had for like 2 years however long it's been out i think i'm and i stopped for like a year and a half Almost i'm like yeah. i'm like a level like 21 maybe 20 nick what's your second character's level 23 exactly how long I'm, have you had that second character? Uh, about a month and a half. <laughs> I'm 23, and I've been on there for two and a half years. Yeah, and so so some people take it very, very seriously. Yeah. I say that to say this. And, and Nick, who has obviously hatched his eggs, obviously leveled up his Pokemon, they'll have these, these events once a month, these community days, where they'll have um, – certain Pokemon that just become very prolific and they're out there and they become, you know, like easy to get, easy to level up, uh, easy to find shiny ones. and Increased bond rate. Thank you, Nick. And so... Special moveset. Like if... (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Nick. (laughs) Holographic Japanese. So if they have, like like if you have like a a leveled up, let's just say a Charizard, if you have a Charizard, I guess a lot of people have a Charizard, but not everybody has one. So it's kind of nice to say, hey, I have a Charizard. Or if you have a shiny Charizard, like that's extremely rare and, and very cool. But then they have this community day and everybody can play, and pretty much anybody who plays during the three hours of Community Day can get a shiny Charizard. They oh, can yeah. get enough enough Pokemon that they can level it up multiple times if you just spend a couple hours that one day. Now, Nick, who's been playing far more than the casual participant for two years, might find himself with the same level of a, of a Charizard of somebody else that just played for three hours one day. Mm. I think that there's like... The, I don't want to say the cheapening of it, but the when you open wide the doors, yes. when you make something so readily available, it, the, the scarcity decreases, uh, and and it takes it uh, a little bit. It takes it a, li- a little bit out of the realm of uh, of awe and wonder for us. Yeah. That referring to Baja Blast. <laughs> when, all that to say. This. All that to say this. I'm like wondering where you're trying to go. I'm like, what's the well, point was, of this? I was going to ask Nick. Way. I mean, Nick, how do you feel about that? Does that upset you that? You, you know, I don't know, like that whole concept of Tony just broke down. The second community day, whenever they did uh, Dratini, which is like a super rare Pokemon, yeah, it, it did feel kind of cheapening because, like, everybody has a, a Dragonite, which is supposed to be super rare now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like they were the hardest thing to get whenever the game first came out. True, but it now everybody hunt. has one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that played on that day. So yeah, it, it kind of does cheapen it a little bit, but. And it kind of gets annoying on a community because you take you catch one like the last one was what Bulbasaur? Mareep. Yeah, oh Mareep, yeah. And so you catch one Mareep, mm-hmm. and then you take three steps, and there's another Mareep there. It's like all right, like at the end of the three hours, you're just like, all right, I'm sick of this already. I'm sick of this. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty much sick of the Pokemon that was. It's, it's, it's become a Pidgey. I, I don't think. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. they're played, everywhere. I don't think I played Pokemon Go in any iteration well, on any Mecca day round. for three hours straight. I couldn't do it. I mean, if you're starting from almost zero, then yeah. Yeah. But like with my Mareep, I think I had like 12 candy. I needed 100 in order to get the the highest uh, evolution. In that case, yeah. But 
I've got my Char- Charizard. I've got my, you know, stuff, so. Yeah. I don't have a Charizard. I just have well, a then Charmander. play Community Day. It happens when I'm working. The first time that, um, that oh, I ever expensive. went grocery shopping by myself, uh, as an adult, as I moved out of my, my parents' home, and I lived in my little apartment uh, on the corner of uh, John Young Parkway and Oak Ridge Road. Which, oh. Yeah, a little bit of the ghetto. But you know what? It was my first apartment. I didn't really care. You know, yeah. it was just like, this is my place. This is where I can hang my movie posters on the wall. This is what I, when I, this is where I can sit on my couch that I got off of someone's curb. You know, <laughs> this is my, my home. Um, and, and I went grocery shopping for the first time. And I think I spent $200 in groceries. I was so excited. I bought everything that I liked when I went to the store. Uh, and, and of course, like most of the food went bad before I even got a chance to eat it. I just went nuts. I was off yeah. the rails buying stuff. But um, but I was so excited to be grocery shopping. It was like, oh, I'm grocery shopping. Look at me. I'm grown. Uh, I'm getting the, I'm getting the cookie crisp cereal because my mom's not here to tell me to put it back. <laughs> I was about to say, had, was it the first time you'd gone food shopping by yourself? I, I mean, I had been to the grocery uh, store before. This is the first time I was buying my food for to my take it home to your yeah. place. Your I'm cooking these eggs, you know. <laughs> uh, so I, I got my stuff, and now, then that was that was 19 years ago. Now, it's like. We have to go to the grocery store, and I'm just like, I'd I'd rather die. Yeah, no, I hate going to the. I hate going to the grocery store. There's a funny thing about like when when you are new at like I have a driver's license. I will drive everywhere, anywhere. I will pick you up. I will drive you wherever. And now I'm like. I've got to drive, <laughs> but, but, I, but I hate traffic and driving. Especially in Orlando. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, there's something that happens when you turn that corner from, like, youth to adult mm-hmm. that everything is wonderful. It's graduation season. Today uh, mm-hmm. was the nice. last day of school for our senior class, our graduating class of 2018. Wow. The kids, uh, the first graduating class of kids that were not born in the year that started with 19. Oh. Yeah. So now you feel old. 2000. There it or is. 2001. So, now? so these kids have graduated high school. Today is their last day of wow. school, and they're about to enter into this world of being grown, of being grown-ups. And we know they're 18 years old. We know that being 18 still means that you're like a baby, tender, nubile idiot. I mean, but I'm, they I'm don't know that. Baby. They're yeah. grown, you know. They're going to go to college, and they're going to make their grown decisions. And it's really, really fun, and it's really, really exciting. Do you remember, like, your first time, Stephen, like, being in your own place? Yeah, and like I have my own apartment, I have my own place, and then you had to start paying for it, and you're like, "This sucks." <laughs> yeah. Although I look back now, and I'm like, "Man, I wish I could have that rent again." <laughs> no, it, it, me too. Like my first place, because I was in an income restricted um, apartment complex that was really, really nice, and even in a nice part of town. But it was there was a section of it that was income restricted. I was paying four twenty five a month oh, for a beautiful one bedroom so apartment, good. like. Now that I think about that now, like I, it's crazy. So yeah, man. the place we lived at, it was on, a, it, and again, it was in the ghetto, but mm-hmm. it was not like it was secluded. It had, we had a golf course, wow, a private golf course. So maybe it wasn't that bad. No, it was, it was a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. It say, was like, nice. It's got a golf course. It had a golf course. It, it, it had a nice bad. par three golf course. It really was nice. Uh, the, it was called Eaglewood at the time. And, um, it's and gated, right? It, yeah, 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 I know yeah, where it is. Yeah, and um, and I we paid uh, me and this uh, this I had a roommate, this guy Andy, um, who was a very friendly guy. He was a manager at Subway, and he had this weird facial tick that made you think he was always winking at you, but he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I think we split it, and I paid three twenty five. Come on, three twenty five oh, for a nice Woo! nice two bedroom apartment, big apartment, really nice, man, cool place. 
Uh, I'd kill for it. Well, three twenty-five, dude. That's like, good. Like even like when I EJ EJ spends more than a month at Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> on the Baja Blast. That's a yeah. car payment nowadays. Yes, that's like Gosh. car payment yeah. and insurance, and that's it. But you know, you you get excited about these things yeah. when you're a kid and you want to drive and you want to be on your own, or the first time that you vote, or or whatever the thing might be. The first time that you, I, I know it's silly, but even the first time you write a tithe check and you drop yeah. it in at church, mm -hmm. or the first time you open your own checking account. Or yep. whatever it might I be. Do that at when I can give more than just pennies and offerings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember okay. that. When idea. you're offering folds yes. and doesn't jingle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's like when the, they pass the offering bucket around and you feel bad because all of it you drive. It's like when it when it pauses at you because you got to make change. Excuse me, let me take that. Hold okay, on, hold on. Let me, okay, all right, all right. Gotta make some change real quick. Carry the five. And, uh, <laughs> but tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about growing up. We're going to talk about that phase of our lives and and not only how we grow up from youth to adults, but how as adults we grow up into maturity. And we're going to yeah. talk about that a little bit. We're grown ups now. You know, we we're around this yes, table, we are. and I I still see many of you guys as you know as as kids. You know, I remember Stephen from when he was. 15. I remember yeah. Jackie was little seventh grade Jackie wow. with her bandana on her head. Neff, I think I met you in 11th grade uh, somewhere yeah. thereabouts. So, you know, you guys still, still little, little kids to me, but that's okay. I'll always uh, be small. But, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but you're grown, Jackie. You'll go pick up teenagers for church and you're the, you're their grown up. That's it's, terrifying. It's a, it, it is. <laughs> and with, with that power, comes responsibility yes, so that's what we're going to talk about tonight but before we do you guys got your buzzers in hand yes we are going to play a quick game called who's your daddy who's your daddy who is the daddy and what does he do okay everyone um everyone write down on your board the numbers one through 12 gonna be 12 answers possible jackie you're making those way too spaced out you're gonna have to make like two columns that's what I was gonna do. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> that'll what I that'll be fine, do. I guess. Wait, wait. Do we need to write? No. It, what's weird space? is how EJ made just he just numbered like just one through twelve, one. like like left to right. Um, oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, EJ's never taken a written test before. <laughs> Did you used to teach? One, two, three, four. Yeah, he That's taught art. <laughs> that was all. You don't hey, take tests hey, in art. I'm gonna teach you how to do this. Then you do it. <laughs> Your test is draw that person. Oh, that's a crappy drawing. You get a B. No, it's abstract. <laughs> you get a B. It's Picasso. Ch I was about to say, it's art class. You can't fail people in art class. No. It's all. It's all. Uh, I gave some kids D's though, because they didn't do anything. That's why they took our class. If you draw, <laughs> if you draw a stick figure, you'll get at least a C minus. At least. <laughs> that's how, that's how, that's the only reason Stephen made it through eighth grade. <laughs> I didn't take our class in eighth grade. Oh, I took PE. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, he, and he can spell it. I did a math class. <laughs> Shut up. Vibrations. I'm ready. I, I <laughs> feel the vibration. I did a math. <laughs> I did a math. Mama, look, I did a math. All right. It's <laughs> a very good math, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Daddy. <laughs> All right, tonight's game is called Who's Your Daddy? And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you guys a question. I'll just give you guys a name, and uh, you have to ring in. You have to write down the name of the, the dad. Write down the name of who's this, who the person's dad is. I changed my mind on the buzzers. If I do it with the buzzers, only one person can get it right. And okay. if I do it with the board, everybody gets a chance to so get it right. So are we going to go one at a time or all We're going to go one at a time. We're going to go one at a time. One at a time. All right. I'm ready. So here we go. 
Wait, we're writing down the dad or the child? The name of the game is Who's Your Daddy? Okay. So I'm going to give you the child, and you're going to tell me. Okay. I just need to tell you who's their the daddy. That's all I need to know. He always, I think if we go back, he That's always asks questions. Because I, I was. There's no such thing as stupid questions, no, CJ. Stupid so, so, so what's the first one? The first one. <laughs> it's going to be a child. Tony Stark. Tony who's Stank. his daddy? All right, you don't have to write. For the most part, you can just write down first names here. No. I wrote full name. All right. Tony Stark's daddy is? Howard Howard Stark. Stark. All right, if you didn't get Howard, (laughs) just go ahead. Just go ahead and put a little X. Disney. (laughs) Little X next to it. Here we go, next one. Clark Kent. Wait. Who's your daddy? Oh, Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Specifically Clark Kent. Yes, as opposed to I don't like Gable. this game. His, uh, his other his Clark Kent. Clark Kent has one daddy. Jeez. Clark Kent. All right. Here we go. Who is Clark Kent's daddy? Jonathan, Jonathan Kent. Kent. I would have Jonathan dead. Kent. Super I would have also <laughs> accepted Jor El. Jor El. I thought you were going to say Superman of the House of El. I was so worried. I was I like, what does he mean Jonathan that Kent? That's okay. Jor-El. Wait, if we would have written both, could we again two points? No, no. Steven. Kevin it's Costner. It's never two points. Right? No. Sometimes I think it was Russell Martha. Crow. Gamora. Everyone's writing feverishly, and what do we have for Gamora? Thanos, Thanos. and Thanos. unnamed. Because we never heard her dad's name. That's all right. Thanos will work. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. His dad, arguably the cooler. Bruce Wayne's dad is Thomas, Thomas. Wayne. Thomas Wayne. Very good. Some of the these are pretty easy. Right? Some of these can be a little tricky. <laughs> I'm blanking on these names. What are the odds that his dad will have the same last name? I know, right? <laughs> Barry Allen. Ah, dang it. Barry Allen. Um, I uh, only remember his name because of it uh, when we did our Justice League Review Plus 2. <laughs> only reason I remember that. Barry oh. Allen. In three, two, one. Henry. It is Henry Allen. Oh, I had nope. Terry Allen. Terry. <laughs> Barry and Terry and Sherry Allen. <laughs> the Allen family. We're actually looking for Tim Allen there. All right. Peter Quill. Okay, are we going yeah, movie Peter or Quill. comics? You write down your answer. Okay. And I'll tell you if you're wrong. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> the only right answer to all of these questions. <laughs> all right, Peter Quill in three, two, one. Ego. Ego. Or, or Jason. Or Jason. Uh, I put Anyandu. I'll Jason. take you. <laughs> oh, yes. oh. I would have accepted Yandu as well. Aww. He might have been your father, y'all. But I'm your daddy. He may have been your father. Well, I'm your daddy. daddy. God bless. From it's Teen Titans, Jason. Raven. Oh, Raven. Oh. Oh, that's a massive tool. As in, as in, that's so. Oh, I got it. Raven. I remembered. I don't I remember don't his name, but I remember he's awful. He's he's the worst. Uh, so uh, you had a bad dad. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be the Poor one Raven I get did. wrong, man. All right, Raven. In three, two, one. Trigon. No, I wrote Lucifer because I couldn't remember. <laughs> no, nope. some kind of like, demon. He was like a demon devil thing. I trigon is the right answer. Ooh, I got that. You don't have to be a trigon. Jessica. Props for you. I see you online. All right. Eight. What number are we on now? Ocho. Eight, eight. Ocho. The, the Ocho. Tweet. Wanda. And Pietro Maximoff. Oh, I 
Oh. oh what's his name? Okay. Wanda. Oh. <laughs> and Pietro what do you mean, what's Maximum. His name? I, I couldn't think of either name that I didn't think of it. I thought of it. Is which name? In three, two, one. Magneto. Magneto, Magneto is correct. That's Scarlet Witch and the uh, Quicksilver. Yeah. Franklin Richards. Who <laughs> that ninja? Cute <laughs> ninja. In Ooh, three, that. two, one. Reed, Reed Richards. Richards. Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Ah. Sorry, Thomas, I have to erase your last name to make room for my ten. Dashiell Parr. Oh. Dashiell Parr. You know it or you don't. Never heard. Can't read what this says. Three, says two, one. Bob Parr, Mr. Incredible. Incredible. Dashiel Dash for short. Uh, I did not. Mm, the Parr is what helps me. Yep. Yeah. Carnage. Carnage. <laughs> 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 I'm writing something down, but it ain't right. But I'm dag up writing it. Carnage. And here we go. In three, two, one. Venom. Venom. Venom is correct. Yeah. Oh. I was like, could it be Spider-Man? Or is he the grandfather? Jason <laughs> Jason Cassidy. That's also like Cletus I, Cassidy. No, it's his dad's name. Like Venom's dad? J, no, Jason Jason Cassidy. David Cassidy? Jason Todd. No. What? Jason. Jason, Jason Alexander. Todd. Black Tom Cassidy. <laughs> uh, last one. This should be number twelve, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Cable. Oh. oh. <laughs> Cable. Awkward story. Who looks strangely like Brand Walsh. And a little bit like Thanos. Not too much. She's so upset. I'm tired of this game. Who's Cable's daddy? Three, two, one. Scott Cyclops. Summers. Scott Summers Cyclops. Scott Summers. Scott Summers. Scott Summers. Hello, my name is Stott Cable. Stummers. And my dad's name is Scott Summers. John uh, Stamos. Whatever. Whatever. No big deal. Um, <laughs> whatever. All right. So, all right. Add them up and see what your score is. I only got four. Yeah, me too. Okay. So, you I got, got a four? Four? Wait, what do you Five. Do? All right, so write your score in the uh, just in the upper corner. I wrote mine in the bottom. All right, so what was your score, Stephen? 11. 11? What was your score, Neff? 11. All right, so this is what I want you guys to do. Where your score is written down, you can erase your board. Where I don't have a thing to erase it anymore. Can you use your thing to check? No. Thank you. Where your, uh, where your score is, I want you guys to write your score and then write a minus in front of it, and that is your new score. Uh-oh. Oh, we're getting to the hard round now? So that's, your score... That's not the right... What am I doing with my life? You know. cannot erase it with a different <laughs> well, marker. No, I tried. First off, I tried to put. I'm just going to draw over top of it, and then you will not be able to see. I tried to, to put the cap on the wrong pen, and I tried to erase with the non erased cap. Steven, we're trying to have a podcast here. You don't have to detail to everyone all of your uh, your foolish antics. Thank you, Jacqueline. All right, so now your score is That's whatever you eraser. have written down. So, Jackie, your score is minus four. Yes. Jessica, minus eight. Mm-hmm. Steven, minus 11. EJ, minus, minus five. five. And Neff. Minus 11. Minus 11. All right, so now you've got to work backwards from that, and uh, the higher score, the highest score wins. All right, so the better you did at that first round, the harder the second round is going to be oh, for nice. you. Oh, nice. Is it still best of 12? It is uh, best of 12. I Here we go. It so so, so now, right number 12. Now Neff and I have to get like all of a right to you yep. and stand a chance. Yep. That, that's how Matt Because works. right now we're going to play round two, Who's Your Daddy? Bible edition. Oh, oh. Right. oh no. So you think that you're so bad because you know about your comic book, guys, but we're going to see what you know about the Word of God, the it's only one that actually counts. And here's where Tony gets disappointed in us. <laughs> 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 
Wow, you guys know who Cable's dad was? What about Methuselah? <laughs> I think I think I know my uh, what what are they called? The, the Poppies? No, thing genealogy. The, genealogy. genealogy. Methuselah's dad was Enoch. Thank you. I'll keep that Excuse in the back. Me, of Enoch my begot. Methuselah, Methuselah, Methuselah <laughs> begot Lamech, Lamech begot Noah. Try me, son. All right. <laughs> He's a bishop. Uh, He's Neff's, a bishop. Neff's waiting for a certain one. All right, here we go. <laughs> There's one that I love. Number one. Yes. Who's your daddy? Jesus. <laughs> on earth or heaven? Oh, heaven? On earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> what? <laughs> If Yondu counted for Star-Lord. <laughs> uh, who is your daddy? Jesus in three, two, one. God, God and, and Joseph. Joseph. No, just God. <laughs> we, don't even, we don't even see Joseph after like the first three chapters. No, just my man, God. My man makes a quick run with him down to Egypt, and then we never hear from him again. So. Joseph of Arimathea. No, that's a different guy. <laughs> Joseph of the, the Nine no, Realms. No, that's the one. That's Joseph, the one. king of dreams. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. I would have accepted Joseph, but you'd have to put the caveat on there. He's stepdaddy. Um, <laughs> Step all right. Dad. Number hey, two. Stepdads are dads, too. Solomon. Grundy. Who's Died Solomon's daddy? We are talking about the Bible, and Neff still can't shift out of comic book mode. Solomon's dad in three, two, one. King David. David. David is correct. Yeah. David. Oh, why did I raise David? I David. Who's David's daddy? Does spelling count? Oh, David's dad? I'd like to think it does. I hope oh. I spelled it right. Though. It's D-A-V-I-D. Oh, no. For his father. <laughs> David. I thought you were correct like telling us, David is the answer. David. David. Number, David. number three. Who's David's daddy? In three, two, one. Jesse. Jesse is correct. Yay! How do you spell Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. Good, I spelled it right. I put Sam. I and and no, it's <laughs> No, my mom spells my nickname J-E-S-S-E. Oh, okay. David is the son of Sam. It's not Jesse the Yodeling Cowgirl. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Hey, I had that one. I don't know that one. <laughs> my genealogy is Shem. Ham and Japheth. The Shem of Ham. Like, I'm sure I know the name. But uh, I don't I'd like one Shem of Ham, please. And, <laughs> and a grunt of Japheth. <laughs> a grunt of Japheth, please. Uh, can you wrap that up to go? Sorry, we don't sell Japheth. <laughs> not, a, not on Sunday. Um, <laughs> Too much right. work. Shem, Ham, and Japheth, who's their daddy in three, two, one? Noah. Noah. You know your stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put a blanket over him. You know a lot. For, arc, arc, for arc. goodness sake, Ham. <laughs> For goodness sake, Ham, stop looking at your father. He's naked. He's in a state of undress. <laughs> Let's walk backwards and drape him. And now, <laughs> don't look, don't the look. Noah nudes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hello, everyone. My name is Noah, and here's the news. It all rain. <laughs> That's right. <good> as always. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> Back to you. Back to you. Thank you. I'm Japheth, and this is the news that I heard about. <laughs> On your herd with Japheth. Uh, okay. Isaac. Isaac. Who's Isaac's daddy? In three, two, one. Abraham. Abraham. 
He had many sons. <laughs> Father Abraham. Many, many sons, sons had many Father sons. Abraham. I am one of them. Sons. So are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right arm, left arm, right leg, left leg. Nudge your head, spin around, die. That's usually how it would go. That's how I'm going to go out. I'm going to do the dance. I'm just going to die. Jonathan. Is that with an H? There is an H in Jonathan. <laughs> otherwise, it would be Jonathan. Otherwise, it would be Jonathan. 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 Hello, Jonathan. Jonathan. Everything's going to be my fun name. Jonathan. Where my you name be, Jonathan. is Jonathan. Work one, Mirasta. <laughs> everything is everything, me you. Come over here. Let's have some fun today, Jonathan. <laughs> wow, you really added a lot to that content. They cut off the H's <laughs> like cockney people. Hello. Uh, ow, ow, ow. It was the Old Testament. It wasn't the H's they were cutting off. Here we go. <laughs> In and three, two, one. Saul. As in, that's Saul. Saul. That's Saul, folks. <laughs> they're cutting out pork from their diet. That's right. That's <laughs> what they're there it is, out. Stephen. There it is. <laughs> cutting out unholiness from the camp. Oh, no, Eddie. <laughs> Joshua. Eddie Joshua, also with an H. <laughs> Joshua. 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 Hello, come Hello. here, Joshua. My name is Joshua. That's apparently a French molester. Just Joshua sounds like a like a like a one of those what are those things that um like the chupacabra? Like an urban legend. Watch out for the just watch out for the chupacabra, the Joshua, and the Manchester. Those gosh dang chupacabras. Next one. Steven, Number you seven. cannot use your phone oh, during was, trivia. Can I have that? Like, yeah, are you cheating, trivia. Steven? You're disqualified. I'm not writing anything else Mr. down. I have written it down. Joshua, who was the son of three, two, one, go. A pirate. If you left it blank, you don't have to say none. You oh. can just say, I don't know. <laughs> son of nuns. N-A. Son none. of none. None is correct. He was Joshua, son of none. N-U-N. How many nuns? Just one. Just one nun. Oh. I didn't know they could do that. Levi, or Simeon, or Asher, or Gad, or Zebulun, or Naphtali, or Nebulun. Benjamin, or... Okay. Uh, Isn't Zebulun the thing that forms in the corner of your eye? <laughs> what? Who's their daddy in three, two, one? Judah. Or Israel. Or Israel. Incorrect. Israel. Jacob is Israel. Son. Jacob. Judah. I wrote down Judah. Incorrect. Ah, I wrote Israel though. We I wrote Israel. No, I wrote but, Israel. But you. I wrote Israel. That's Jacob. correct. His name was Israel. His name was changed to Israel. It's okay, Stephen. You're still gonna lose. Yeah, but that was. You're still. That was wrong. You, it's not I, Judah I, or I, Israel. I'm still Which in the you negatives. put? Judah or get, Israel? I'm gonna be in the negatives. Right no. Twelve tribes of Jacob whose name was changed to Israel. But you said Judah or Israel. Because I wrote down no. Judah because you said Judah no. as I was writing down the J. Nope. I don't think I said Judah. You did say Judah. <laughs> you I named like all of them. And I, I said uh, Levi, Simeon. I have my list Jacob. right here. Ah, uh, yes, the Lion of Hezekiah. Levi, Simeon, Asher, Gad, Naphtali, Zebulun. Come on, I didn't say Stephen. Well, I still wrote Israel. But you're still wrong. No, Josh's last name is Gad. Next question. No point, Stephen. I'm counting that one. No, I you're not. Israel. He's not going to win anyway. I'll disqualify you if you count. Ooh, don't get disqualified. Rachel and Leah. Oh. I'm like trying to like no, Leah with the soft eyes. <laughs> <laughs> she got them, eyes. She the eyes the like a cow. Eyes. She got soft. them. Man. She got the them. Eyes. Them Buscemi eyes. <laughs> soft, crossed. 
my size. I don't know if I told you guys this. We were having Bible study at my house last Thursday, and uh, I'm, we're, we're going through the Old Testament. We're going through Abraham all the way through the, the 12 tribes, kind of building up to Exodus. Uh, so we're, we're taking it you know, chunk by chunk, and we're going through all the children, uh, the, the marriage, basically uh, Rachel and Leah, and then the kids that they had, and then their servants and stuff like that. And um, there's sort of rivalry about, well, I can have kids, but I can't have kids. And like that, the jealousy they did back and forth. And one of our students, it was Lily, uh, Laney, Laney said, that's just like Nebula and Gamora. And I'm like, I'm so proud right now <laughs> to be a youth pastor. <laughs> like, thank you. Thank you for saying I'm so, that. I'm so proud. Rachel and Leah in three, two, one. Laban. Yep. Laban. I was Laban. I didn't write that down. Steven. L A B A N. However, pronunciation aside. It's, she's point, got it right. Jessica. I Thank didn't you. know it. Go, I Jessica. Go. Until she said it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the name. Uh, that's my favorite ramen noodles. All right, we got three. <laughs> we got three left. Simon Peter. Peter. Simon. Do they ever say his father's name? They do. Oh, oh, oh. Wait. No. Does. I don't remember. I don't know this one. They sure do. I think I got the wrong dad. I, I know they say it, but I don't remember. Jesus addresses him as this son of, of That's Jesus. <laughs> this is number 10? This is number 10. That's Tricky one. Mm-hmm. I'm going for the, the uh, trick question answer. And three, two, one... Abraham. Benjamin. I said Zebedee. They're all Good. children of Abraham. Thunder. <laughs> he was a Jew. You're wrong. Isn't he a son of thunder? Or is that no. John, we were looking John for Jones. Simon Bar-Jonah. Oh, oh, I thought Son Jones. of oh, Jonah. Oh, the underdog yeah, uh, villain. What oh, now? No, sorry. That's Simon Bar-Sinister. Go home. James and John. They were disciples of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it or you don't. And here we go in three, two, one. Thunder. Zebedee. Zebedee. Thunder. No. I will accept Thunder. I will accept Thunder as well. It was a nickname. They weren't legitimately Sons of Thunder. If you're going to count Thunder, then I'm counting freaking At least they were called Sons of Thunder. You picked the wrong name. But I also wrote the right name. It's it's right. It's a getting the name of someone's brother and calling it their father is what made Luke and Leia kiss in Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) It's bad writing. But listen. Seth. Bad timing. Get half a point for Thunder. Because Thunder wasn't their daddy. But they were Sons of him. Bowen Urges. Which means Sons of Thunder. Who's Seth's daddy in three, two, one. Adam. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And speaking of Adam, go ahead and add him up because that brings us to the end of our I was going to write Jacob round. and then I went to write Josh and it became Jash. Add him up and then add it to your total score. If you have broken past zero, you are a winner tonight. Negative one. Wait a second. So if I got all twelve right in both things, I would I would be at zero. That's right. So that's you wouldn't be negative. But how how is that you fair? Be if you but if you get a hundred percent, it's still lose. If you got a zero or above, then you're a winner. Wait, Did you mean, get above a zero, Stephen? Uh, no, I should have had a negative two. But I got a negative three. Okay. Do, you want, do you want me to bring you a bottle next you get, time? Because you're getting a little fussy. Did you get a... <laughs> no. He needs I to be burped. You're not talking to me. Did you get a, a positive score? Anybody no, it's positive? I didn't. Jessica did. Jessica did. Jessica's our winner. So for the rest of the night, we have to call Jessica mommy. Do you want your baba? No, please don't. Hi, mommy. Mommy Manchester. 
Mommy no, no. Manchester. Mommy Man. The sequel. The sequel. <laughs> it's a wrestling Jessica, name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Mommy Manchester's coming for you. <laughs> coming to the ring, Mommy Manchester. You know, there's some things, there's some things, Jessica, that I say and I immediately regret. <laughs> I think that was one of them. Oh, well, you can say you guys want to hear my dolphin impression? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I hope you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that every time like we have like a little kid at my job. I'm like, you guys want to hear my dolphin impression? And they think it's the best thing ever. Could you stop? I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Tuck it in, Flipper. It was cute the first time. So People mostly say about me. <laughs> he was cute the first time. You're like an over, overly amorous manatee over there. <laughs> Neff, do you have Neff news? Are you writing it right uh, I now? I think he's writing it out. Well, I, right. had, <laughs> I had a thing. I was do, you, do you have a thing? That's probably for the best. Uh, what I would call a, a, a rough day today, whether you want to call it an emotionally rough day or whatever it might be, um, just didn't feel like a winner at the end of all, all things being said and done. And uh, my wife was going out with family tonight, so I was kind of on my own for food, and I decided... I'm going to grab a pizza on the way home. So I uh, used the the internet to order a pizza from mm-hmm. this restaurant that offers special deals if you order online. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say the name of the restaurant, but if it was a Star Wars character, it would have had Han Solo frozen in carbonite and displayed on his Tatooine mm. uh, castle. So, um, so I went to this pizza restaurant. Wow. <laughs> it took you long enough. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I went. They, they said it would be ready in 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I didn't even leave from here until about 20 minutes after I ordered. So it was, took me about, I got there probably about 25 to 30 minutes after I'd ordered it. So I figured plenty of time for me to get in, get ready. Uh, walked in, and the lady's like, um, oh, yeah, sorry, you're, it's still back there. It's being made. It's going to be like five more minutes. Okay, fair enough. It's it's a rainy day. I know a lot of people order pizzas when it's rainy because mm-hmm. they don't want to go to the store, go out to dinner or whatever. So I'm nothing if not accommodating. So I walk out of the pizza establishment and I walk down to our local supermarket and just pick up a, a beverage, grabbed an Arizona tea and I made my way back to grab my pizza, which is what I was going to eat before I um, came in to the show tonight. And uh, walked back there, waited for a few more minutes and then the lady finally came out and she goes, we can't find your pizza. We don't know what happened to it. Would you like us to remake it for you? And I said, "Yeah, listen, it's been at this point, it's been like 45, almost 50 minutes since I ordered this pizza, which is mm-hmm. supposed to take 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and wait another 15 minutes. Like, no. Um, she's like, well, I can give you five dollars off your next order. I'm like, that's not going to work. No, <laughs> like, that's not OK. So she goes, OK, well, let me. Go. And I wasn't mean about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I had no energy from not really eating lunch and not really having. I mean, I was just. Uh, Disappointed. It was just disappointment on top of an already tough day. And uh, she, the manager came out, and he refunded my money because I asked him to refund my money. And he said, well, I'll give you credit, so next time you want to come in, it'll take you know take whatever off of, uh, of what you want. And I just walked out of there with, like, no pizza and totally crestfallen. I'm mm-hmm. just like, this is, this is, like, absolute crap. Like you have a bad day, and then they don't give you the pizza that you kind of want to drown yourself in and bring. I want comfort from a from a circular food object cut into triangles covered in cheese, and it just wasn't there. So I went home and, and 
sat at the house for a little while and I didn't have any food there. So I ate two bowls of Captain Crunch cereal. That's been my nutrition today. Two big bowls of Captain Crunch, like the kind, like if I was going by the serving size on the on the side of the box, which would probably have been actually like six bowls of Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. So that's what I Because I think that's what you need is just a little half a cup of cereal. Yeah, no, mine is like a cup you could have sat in. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's what, that was what it was. It was, a, it was a bowl we could have washed Jackie in. Um, <laughs> but I'd rather that's not. A, uh, <laughs> a weird visual. Please, please no. Stephen. I don't want a visual. So Stay we, away. So we, uh, so that's me. I, I yeah. ate a lot of Captain Crunch today, and uh, I have not successfully um, worked through my frustration and sadness from the day, which I was really kind of hoping that that pizza would minister to me in a real way. Mm-hmm. The pizza was not there for me. It was like the pizza establishment just kind of came in and said, you know what, we, we offer you no quarter. And I'm like, oh. So, uh, so I, I come from a point of frustration tonight, which I think is not um, something about being a grown-up, something about being an adult is that – uh, not everything has that happy ending that you kind of want it to. You know, when you're a kid, everything sort of works out. There's like these defined moments of resolution. Yeah. Uh, if you have a class uh, and you're, you know, that's a, that's a tough class, it eventually ends. The, the bell rings and you go home and you play Nintendo. And if you have, if the class continues to, you know, beat you about, well, you only have nine more weeks of it or 180 more days of it and then it ends and you move on to the next thing. Like there's these definable moments uh, as, as a kid where it's like now I'm uh, free of this sort of thing. And, and, and when you're an adult, that doesn't always happen. Sometimes w- when you're an adult, you go home and you're hungry because you don't have money for food. Or sometimes when you're yeah. an adult, you go home and, uh, you know, you don't have anyone around you because you don't come home to your parents like you once did or you you know you go home and you you, you know you you still have to get up tomorrow and go back to the same job or go do the same thing or uh, you got a broken down car and that does not that's not going to get fixed unless you make it happen mm-hmm. you know and uh, sometimes being an adult is not not the fun that we're led to believe that it's going to be <laughs> when we're children like when I'm grown I'm gonna have parties all that let me just tell uh, if there's by the miracle of time travel of 18 year old me, the 19 year old me who, who got excited about going out and buying all these, you know, cereals on his first trip to the grocery store, eating cereal for dinner because you have to sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. eating Definitely. cereal for dinner because you want to is great. Eating because you have to is not fun. Yeah. And it's not it's not the comfort that you that you're hoping for. So tonight we're going to talk about growing up. Um how, how, how has it been for you since you've kind of graduated out of youthfulness and become a responsible adult? Has this been a, a fun, enjoyable process? Has it been an adventure? What are some things that have uh, excited you? What are some things that have surprised you? One of the things that I really enjoyed about like when I graduated high school, because during the time when I was in middle school and high school in the youth group, I didn't really get to hang out with like a lot of people from the church right. ever because I'd have to go home and I'd have to get a ride and all that stuff. So when I graduated and I like got my car and my license and I could drive, I could actually hang out with other students and the leaders and kind of form and get those relationships that weren't from band. Not to say that my relationships in band were bad, but like it was nice to be able to like explore new sets of friendships. Would you say that your social life has uh, has changed for the better or for the worse since you've become mm. an adult? Like since you've been able to kind of decide where you go and when you go. Uh, the level of free time, the level of I do what I want, I go where I want. Better or worse? Anybody. I can't tell. <laughs> That's just maybe the sadder part. Is I can't tell if my social interactions are better or worse. Like, I'm, well... For me, I think it has a lot to do with 
responsibility. Um, you know, just kind of understanding when when is an appropriate time to play and when's an appropriate time not to. Um, whether it's like, hey, we're gonna be hanging out late. You know, like sometimes we hang out late, at, eat gringos at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. But you know, I know I got something to do very early in the morning. It's it's kind of just making those decisions. And it, for me. Sometimes I feel like the responsibility kind of diminishes because I understand, fully understand that I have to be responsible. When I was a kid, it was just kind of like, you know, just one day at a time. Let's let's do whatever. I'm out till two or three o'clock in the morning. I got church the next day, you know, Sunday, and I'm just going to hang out a little bit more because I'm a senior in high school and I'm having fun and, you know, whatever, you know. But yeah, so I think for me, it's it's kind of diminished because responsibility kind of diminishes that for me at times. And it's funny when you have that level of responsibility when you're an adult, it's hard to shift back to that sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if, and you're still young adults, but there comes a point where it's like, well, 1030 <laughs> time, yeah. To, yeah. time yeah. to turn in. Um, and, and I don't know, maybe that's based on like this morning, I got to church at, at about six forty-five. We have a men's prayer breakfast in the morning and uh, on Tuesdays. And, 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 and I came in and uh, boy, it was so early. Yeah. And, um, and everybody went, to breakfast and I had some work to do so I just kind of hung back and, and chilled at the office and, and started on my work and I kind of came in and plopped in a chair and, and uh, Crystal and Friday, Crystal's our, our, our church secretary, Friday is her husband from Uganda and they uh, they came in they're like, you know, wow, you look really wiped out I said, yeah, and they, well, and they said, okay well, why are you so tired? I said, PlayStation <laughs> I said, what? I said, yeah, till 1 o'clock in the morning. They said, you were playing PlayStation? I said, no. My wife was playing PlayStation till 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was trying to sleep. She was playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and I'm going, all right. Well, you know, she <laughs> stayed up late, and that affected me. But, you know, when you're a kid, you can stay up. Like, I don't yeah. remember. I don't know when I ever slept when I was in college. Yeah. Like, I don't recall. I don't know what sleep is. That's what yeah, <laughs> me too. Like, I remember, I mean, I remember tons of late nights because I lived in the dorms. Um, so, you know, having roommates and having a floor just full of people that, you know, and at any given time, you could just walk out of your room, go down the hallway, knock on somebody's door. It's two 30 in the morning. People are still up playing. I mean, for us, it was playing Halo and, you know, Goldeneye <laughs> till like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Like literally, like three days a week. I mean, it was wild. Yeah, you know? and I, I look back at my my schedule. I found a school ca- uh, schedule, like a calendar, uh, f- my five star by Mead, you know, calendar yeah. mm-hmm. um, from back when I was in college. And I'm looking. I'm going. I worked at church. I worked at Disney. I went to school full time. Yeah. And I had a girlfriend, and I stayed up all night playing Tekken three. And I don't know when, like when, how, when did I poop? I don't even know. Like I when, still don't know that. You don't know when you poop? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know because I'm regular, but that's random. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the yo play, right? <laughs> it's got the bacteria. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Probiotics. The, the, Good enough for Jamie Lee the active, The Good active cultures. Uh, and that's what this show's about. There's a certain point, <laughs> a certain point in your life where you're such an adult that you have to worry about if you're eating enough active cultures yes, exactly. to keep yourself pooping normal. <laughs> or just that you're eating enough. What is, what is pooping normal? <laughs> I just know that it happens uh, and that it doesn't hurt. But there comes a point, I think there comes a point and thank goodness I'm not there yet but there comes a point in your life where like these things will happen and, and you go well I, I don't know what I never knew what it was normal before but now yeah. I know that it's not normal yeah. and thank goodness I'm not there you know uh, I'm, I'm I'm 40 years old so I go to my doctor and I'm just I'm just like oh there's gonna be things that we have to test now <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna have to boldly go <laughs> Where Kenneth's going, I don't know about this. Whoa, doing the whole Vulcan salute there, Doc. (laughs) 
Well, if you want to live long and prosper, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Um, so, uh, like, I don't know. There's this weird, like, uh, if you're a kid and you look at the, being a grown up, and then like it works backwards. If you're a grown up and you look back at being a kid, you go, "Oh man!" If you could go back right now to uh, when you were ten years old. Mm. Would you do it again? Would you live through it again? And if, this isn't really like a if I knew everything that like, I can you go back with the knowledge you have? No, now? no, no, not, not but really. Just go back not really worry about that. But it's just like, would you go back and say yes? I think it would be awesome to have ten more years of just being a kid. No, no, no. Uh, I had to, you had no. to go back farther or farther. <laughs> Neff, Neff goes back to uh, a uteral stage. <laughs> <laughs> At ten, I was getting severely made fun of. Um, so I would say absolutely not. So, and there are there's tough things about being a kid yeah. too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a lot of growth that happens between like when you're 10 years old till mm-hmm. when you become an adult. And like, while I'm thankful for that growth, I don't want to go through it again. I'll look back on it and be like, I'm glad I went through that and I learned and I grew from it. But I don't want to go through it again. Do you think that there would be a certain point in your life though where you look back and go, Oh wow. Uh, it would be nice to have a little bit more youth in me. It would be it would be nice to have. Uh, I think about what Andy said in the last uh, last episode of The Office when he goes, "I wish there was a way to know that you were in the good old days when they were still happening." Mm. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Probably when I'm like 90, I'll want to do it. But like, I'm, I'm good. I mean, well, I guess I. I mean, I'm 30. Like a child. So. Well, I'm 33, and I find myself wanting to go back into my 20s um, to kind of redo some things because I, you know, I, I do have either friends, a lot of friends or associates here at church that are in their 20s. I kind of see what they're going through and sometimes I kind of wish I could just rewind time because there's a lot of things in my 20s I would have done a lot better. Like going into my 30s for sure. Yeah, if I can go back like even like six, seven years and just be like, just do this. Like this one thing. <laughs> just do this. Two things. There's a Run more things. and set up a savings account. <laughs> do those things and you'll be golden when you're 27. You'll be straight. And it's, that's so funny. You know, like I, I was talking to somebody the other day. I think I was telling Neff. I'm like, yeah, dude, If when I was 18 years old, people said, if you take care of yourself now, if you start working out now, it's way easier than if you want to start yeah. when you're 40. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'm okay. I can eat what I want. And, uh, I'll just punch myself and say, stop it. You're, a lot, you're very punchy. Punch. Speaking of, speaking of punch, punch, you're watching too much wrestling, Jackie. Uh, I've been, I was uh, listening to our latest episode, and you said you wanted to bro kick somebody. I'm like, Jackie's watching too much I didn't wrestling. Say bro kick? You said bro kick. Did I say? Bro I rewound it three times to make sure you Sheamus. said bro kick. I thought I said super kick. No, you said bro. Super kick's my favorite. Is bro, bro kick something you might have said? I don't it's, know. It's I don't a, know what a bro kick is. It just comes is. out of her. It's what she moves from I know super. She watches kick. so much wrestling now; it just comes out. I don't know what a bro kick is. <laughs> So speaking of punch, <laughs> as, as my segue was steamrolled over by Stephen, uh, there, there's a book that I've been reading uh, called Start by John Acuff, and uh, he, he's the guy that did stuff Christians like, mm-hmm. and uh, it says punch fear in the mm-hmm. faith, as, as, f- punch fear in the face, escape average, do work that matters, start. Um, it's switching average to awesome. And and he, he talks about kind of your journey through your life and where you are at each of these different stages. And he, he makes he makes kind of five checkpoints. Um, and obviously, I don't think these things are universal, but they're, they're good guidelines. Um, he says in your 20s, you reside in learning. You know, you go to college, you get a job, you join the military, you didn't know what you were made of, so you sampled many endeavors and did as much as you could to learn about yourself, yes, the world around you, and where you best fit in. He says in your 30s, you moved up to editing. You started to focus on a handful of things that yeah. worked well in your 20s. You're not done learning, but you started editing down the list of things that you thought were really important. Like in my 20s, I thought it was really important for me to learn Japanese. 
<laughs> I learned about five words. <laughs> now I know I don't have to focus on that. That's not my that's not my emphasis. I thought I was going to be playing a lot more imported video games on my Sega Dreamcast. As it turns out, that hasn't taken up a lot of my time. Should learn Spanish. In my 40s, uh, in your 40s, you ascend to mastering. You edited your life to the most important things you did in your 30s, and now comes time to master them. Hmm. Uh, you're going to be an awesome parent, an awesome friend, an awesome employee, etc. In your 50s, you basked in harvesting. The seeds that you plant in your 20s, 30s, and 40s finally begin blooming. You made the most money in your career during this decade. You reaped what you sowed. And in your 60s, you enter a place of guiding. You retire with a gold watch, a ranch-style home in Florida. Your grandfather or grandmother, you're the elder statesman, the one with the wisdom. It's interesting to me when you start seeing that process and that journey going from young person to adult because should the Lord tarry and should we not get hit by a bus, uh, that's the direction that every single one of us live our life. Our story has the beginning, has a middle, and has an end, and it involves us growing up. Now, yeah. that doesn't mean we, it involves us growing old or somehow you know losing the, the spark or the uniqueness of what makes us us. But we do mature. We do grow up. We do hopefully get better as we go, uh, or and and things will define, redefine, sharpen, and shapen. Um, how do you compare yourself now, Jessica? You're you're in your thirties, yes. I am thirty. Yes. You are thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the thirties club, Jessica. So he's like thirteen. No, you make it sound like I'm thirty-five you're or something. Entering into your thirty-first hey, year. Hey, you watch your mouth, Jess. I'm Jessica, almost thirty-five. You are in your thirties until you're forty. So yes. Yep. Yeah, you it's are. all one big checkpoint. <laughs> the very beginning of the next ten years. <laughs> one big checkpoint. If you're in editing right now, what have you begun? Uh, what have you begun editing from when you were in your twenties? What are some things that maybe you have cut out since you were in your twenties that seemed to be really important then, but uh, they don't take up a lot of your time and energy now. Um, what I'm spending money on, which is mostly, I mean, electronics, video games, um, stuff like that. Really excessive. The, 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 anything that's not food, shelter, or clothing, really. <laughs> why, why, why is it prioritized that way? Um, basically, I mean, our generation has been, we, we've been squeezed by the aftermath of the Great Recession. Mm-hmm. And so we just don't make the money that other generations were making at this age. Hmm. So, I mean, I spent nine years at the same job, and now that company no longer exists. And you, you know, that's an interesting and I'm statement. sort of back mm-hmm. at, sta- at stage one again. But you were, now think about this. I'm thinking about my parents. When, they, when my dad was 40 years old and I was born, it was 1977. Uh, 1978, my dad's 40 years old. In 1978, I'm trying to think, like, what my dad had to spend money on. And he had a car payment. He had a mortgage. But my dad didn't have to buy. And I know that these are nickel and dime things. But my dad, my dad didn't pay cable bills because there was not cable. He didn't pay Netflix. He didn't pay internet. He didn't pay a lot of the different little things. He had no. There was no cell phone bill yep. that my dad had to pay. And all of a sudden, a lot of these things start shifting around. So not only do we maybe have less stable and less affluent income, uh, we also have more drains on our income mm-hmm. than we've ever had before. Yeah, it's interesting because, Tony, I think you Facebooked about subscriptions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting you saying that I feel like we're living in a culture now where consumerism, they've learned how to nickel and dime us. Yep. Like they've learned that, oh, cool, $10 a month. They don't see that that actually adds up to $120 a year mm-hmm. or 
I don't know anything, any any kind of subscription. I mean, I have right now, and it's interesting because we had a conversation about subscription. I think I, I've I've been talking about this with people for a while. I think I talked with Stephen enough, and I was like, man. I told Steven a couple weeks ago, I need to drop some of my subscriptions. I mean, I literally right now, if I were to add up all of my subscriptions, quote unquote, I have about $150 a month that I pay on different subscriptions. 10 bucks at a time. 10 bucks at a time. Um, And it's interesting. So I think, you know, that also adds to what's kind of happening right now in today's era of of money. As you enter into your 30s, that's just that part of that editing. Yes. I'm looking right now and I'm going, you know what? I've enjoyed having Amazon Prime. Yeah. But you know what? Twenty. They're, they're going to pay me. A, uh, they're going to make me pay another twenty bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I don't use probably seventy five percent. I got it for the free shipping. Yeah. And now I'm paying one hundred twenty dollars a year for free shipping. I'm going. Well, huh. would I have paid? Because uh, I'm not watching their shows. Mm-hmm. I don't go on there and watch. I got plenty of other places to watch shows. Yeah. I don't listen to Amazon Music. I don't. I don't do all those things. So uh, I'm spending a lot of money. Well, what happens when that disappears from my life? Not much. Yeah. Uh, I think you get a little bit in, more inconvenience. That's about it. And I think it's brilliant that uh, that the, the Walmart's doing a thing now, and their whole advertising thing is, yeah, we'll give you free shipping, and we don't charge you a membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hey, uh, good on Walmart. That's capitalism, and I hope yep. that it works for them. But people have to not be lazy. They have to actually be engaged in the editing process you know yeah. I've I've, uh, you know um, I had America Online when I first had internet that was my first <laughs> internet thing I yeah. got the disc with like it was a free 90 minute trial of I the internet this. you know you, <laughs> like, so you, like you downloading one, one page song. yeah and you could only like they, they only gave you like the, uh, a certain amount of minutes a month that was how long you could log on to it was crazy oh to think I, that, yeah because it was telephone minutes the year was wow. 1995 kids just it's you know be glad wow. you live now I was born old. in 95 shut up Neff and uh <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the idea was, as time went on, I was paying this, whatever the payment was every month, $19 a month or, or yeah. whatever it was, for the internet. I had access to the entire world, so it made perfect sense. Well, I, I grew up, and I, I, I got married, and all these things, and, and, and this and this and this happened, and I was still paying for my AOL, because that was my email address. And I called them, and uh, finally I'm like, hey, I don't use this anymore. I don't really, this is not the way that I access the internet anymore. I just had it because I'd always been paying it. So I called them, and I said, hey, I want to cancel this thing. And they said, well, we can offer it to you for $10 a month instead of $20 a month, or $30 a month. I think I was paying $30 a month. Um, I said, $10 a month instead? Okay, all right. I'll, I'll keep it for 10 bucks a month. Uh-huh. So I was paying 10 so bucks a month. As, uh, yeah. So like a year later, I called him back. I'm like, I'm not even using this. <laughs> this isn't even how we connect to the internet anymore. It's, we're, we're not even on dial up anymore. Mm-hmm. So I, I called them back and I said, I'm just going to cancel. I, I need to cancel. And they said, all right, well, we're going to extend to you your entire, the, the ability to log on and do all this kind of stuff, but we're not going to charge you anymore. Like, so it's free now. So, so the point was they were just going to keep giving it to me. Even though, like, even uh-huh. though it was, it was free, just so they could, reg- you know, keep me as a user or whatever. But I, I had to like edit that out of my life. I was not using it. And I'm not going to be using uh, that much worth of Amazon and et cetera, et cetera. You know, do I? I pay for Hulu. I pay. I got Hulu so that my wife could watch Once Upon a Time. Well, now that's canceled. So I now can, you can watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm really close to canceling Netflix. Like, I literally for the past week at night looking for something to watch and I'm I'm like there's an issue if I'm scrolling through all of these things mm-hmm. on Netflix you can't find for like I'm serious for like 10 minutes like think about how long that is like scrolling through movies and being like I'm not interested in any of these like 
like any of this. And you end up watching some weird documentary that makes you <laughs> afraid to eat anything that's not made out of cardboard or, you know, thinking, well, maybe Hitler had some good ideas. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly, because like, they have a lot of Hitler. I'm at the... I'm at the point of watching like Spanish language stuff. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> with subtitles, but I'm still watching. Why it am I Spanish? watching Korean cooking shows at two in the morning? I don't know Netflix. It's like Come a on. Spanish and Turkish Ba-doom. stuff that I've got on my queue now. Like, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I so, go ahead. I only have one subscription, and that's Movie Pass. Mm. I all my streaming services are borrowed. That's stealing, though. That's you stealing. know that that is stealing. Yes. Okay. And I'm really good at it. <laughs> okay, Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> I have people who mooch off of my accounts. Okay. I mean, if you're sharing it, it's one thing. Well, here, if you're sharing it, it's one thing. Here's the thing. Everybody that uses those accounts that you pay for or that somebody else pays for and you use, um, that is the reason that they raise my rates. Yeah. So I have to pay more when they raise the rates. Because they because, know that. Because you guys are stealing from them. Thanks, well, no, because we're, we're making profiles. So like my Netflix, I have a profile for Ari, so Ari can watch her stuff because her stuff is Anybody who doesn't mine. live in your house? That has your Netflix? They're okay, stealing. That's stealing. <laughs> that Netflix has a thing that says, when you agree to it, yes, I agree that I'm not going to let other people out of my house. So that is... Oh, I didn't know that. They definitely do. No well, nobody reads the fine print anymore. Nobody reads the fine print. But when you're an adult, you have to um, <clears throat> be aware of the rules. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have to be aware of the rules. As an adult, when I drive down the road now, I do stupid things. I play uh, Pokemon Go. I have a little dashboard thing where I can put my phone on my on my dashboard, and I just can kind of leave my Pokemon Go open. And, uh, and, and I I have to be aware. If someone texts me and I pick up my phone while I'm driving, um, I have to go, my son is in the car. And he watches me do this. And like if, when he's driving, if he were to mimic what I were do- doing, would I be mad at him for doing it? Ah, that's called being an adult. Being an adult is setting the right example and doing the right thing, um, not stealing stuff or or not creating bad, unhealthy, you know, immoral or unsafe habits. Like that's that's part of being an adult is making those wise choices and kind of self-editing, self-correcting as you go. Nobody likes that! But that's adults! Yeah. <laughs> you know, buying vegetables! <laughs> that's adult and you, thing! And you can work past it, like, Spotify is a good is a good example, and, and YouTube, where, like, you can subscribe to these things to get certain perks, like, no commercials and stuff like that, but for me, it's like, I can still get the same thing without having to pay money. I just have to sit through commercials. And, but we don't even need to necessarily harp on the internet subscription sort of things. Yeah, yeah. It can be everything from from eating out. It can mm-hmm. be everything from for even like the, the way that we spend our time. I think that we find a lot of a lot of our, our maturation can be gauged by where we spend our money. Yeah. And how we spend our time. That, yep. Those are huge indicators yep. of our level of maturity. Um, if you've ever gone into work with on three hours of sleep because you stayed up watching Netflix, hanging out with your friends, or you know playing a video game, that's not a sign of maturity. Yeah, you wouldn't want a surgeon showing up to operate on your mother's kidneys. Nope. After they had stayed up all night long, you know, binging Jessica Jones. You know, or you would not want your your airplane pilot yep. coming in on you know three hours of sleep because they stayed up all night because they couldn't put down their controller playing God of War, or your Uber driver, or yeah, anybody. So th- there's there's a certain level of implied maturity with someone that has a level of responsibility. So maybe we see our responsibilities in less than an adult way. Maybe we say, well, I only work for mm. a, a, a grocery store meat market, or I on, I'm only a, a an employee at this place, or I only do this or whatever, and then we we diminish who we are. Well, I think that self-diminishing is also a preventative. It creates a lid 
there's things that we need to consider when we when we think about our own maturation and maturity and adulthood. It's not fun and it's not easy, but I'll give you a little sense of perspective. Um, even those of you guys who are in your in your thirties, you know, EJ and and Jessica, you're in your thirties. Her thirty. She's in her thirty. <laughs> She's 30. in her thirty. <laughs> she lives. I'm just starting out. <laughs> she is on the cusp of thirty. Yeah. Minor league. Um, <laughs> she's a 30 noob. Uh, <laughs> 30 even you guys, uh, yeah. the, the difference between me and you guys is that I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that you know of none of your parents uh, that you know of, Jackie. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do you remember having a problem when you were a kid and, and hopefully in the best of circumstances, going to one of your parents and they just, you kind of assumed and expected that they would have the answers, whatever it mm-hmm. might have been, like a problem at school or I need this to be fixed or I don't know how to do my taxes or whatever the yeah. thing might be. You know, My mom left me to go do that myself. She's like, figure it out. <laughs> what? Just fill in the blanks on TurboTax. That's what I do. <laughs> but do, I do, do you yeah. know those those moments when you have to go to your parents and there's like this assumption that they know what to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody tells you what to do. Nope. I'm nope. a parent. I've been a parent for 15 years. There's no, like no magic power up block of wisdom descends from the heaven that all of a sudden you have the answers. But I, I think that's kind of how can I word this? I, I think that that like sh- that covering or that assumption of like my mom or dad or both they're there to guide me like there's this this like childlike almost like this childlike wonder or something over your parents where it's like they have the answers and i I think as an adult because i think about that i i think about this too because once again a lot of my friends um Right now, I have two very good friends that are about to have kids, like their first child. Um, I have another friend that has a two-year-old. Like, I, it's interesting that a lot of my friends are around my age and they have children or about to have children. And yep. I constantly think about uh, that. Yeah. Like, yep. I constantly think about that. Like, I'm okay, EJ, home. you know, you you live on your own. You're in a one-bedroom apartment. Like, could you imagine right now having a wife and a child or a wife that's pregnant and literally is about to have a baby in three weeks? Like, how does that even work? And so I was actually very, very, like, excited to come here to talk about this tonight because I've actually been thinking about adulting a lot lately. Like, is this an interesting topic? Like, there comes a point in your life where either, A, you have to take responsibility for yourself or there's a moment where you fall in love, you get married, and you're now responsible for another, like, another life, like your wife or your husband or your child or your children. And I, I think it's like I've lived this life so long without that that it's actually now becoming very scary to even think, like, how would that even look like or feel like, you know? But I'm kind of gauging it around the friends that I have that I personally feel are doing a great job. But it's also scary to see what they do. But I don't know. Well, it can be a little scary and intimidating to be a parent. Yeah. But I think about it backwards. I think, man, I thought my mom and my dad always knew exactly what to do. And boy, I don't think that they did. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Think, <laughs> I think that they had me uh, chinooked the whole time. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so, bamboozled. Yeah, I was bamboozled. I always thought my mom knew what to do. And she was making this crap up. As <laughs> there she was went. no Google back then. <laughs> there was, she didn't know. They didn't have the little covers for the, the sockets when I was a kid. I had to learn the hard <laughs> way. <laughs> to learn the hard way. You stick a fork in there, your hair falls ah. out, you smell like burnt ham for a few weeks, and then you go back to life. But you'll never stick it in there again. <laughs> I prefer steamed ham. I, <laughs> I enjoy watching, because my sister is a parent, mm-hmm. and so it's very interesting to see 
you know, how my mom parented us versus how my sister is parenting my niece and nephew. And the one thing that they had and they both have in common is that, you know, they both had a very young, uh, sick child. Um, when I was three, I was in the hospital for nine days with a near fatal kidney condition. Wow. It's called hemolytic uremic syndrome. And my sister was only six months at the time. Um, and then, you know, just a few months ago, my nephew was diagnosed, he got meningitis and spent two weeks in the hospital. Wow. You know, he's seven months old now. It's very tiny. And my mom had to sort of walk my sister through this, you know, advocating for her child while, you know, because she's not with the child's fa- the children's father. And so it's sort of like, you know, co-parenting in this situation. Mm. And yeah, yeah, I mean, no one has the answers. You as the parent have to make those hard decisions and you have to be wow. able to stick with them. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely. Um, and, and there's ultimately the responsibility is yours. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no one else to, to blame. There's no buck to pass. Nope. Mm. Um, and that's, that's, I think that's, that's part of the being an adult is yeah. that responsibility. And when you're, when you're a parent, it's a responsibility for a whole other person mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah, and there's r- even more harsh results based on your actions at that point. Well, there's sometimes yeah. when I know what I'm doing and I'm communicating to my son is the truth. I know what I'm telling him is right mm-hmm. and it's wise and I speak from a, pro- a point of A, experience, B, perspective, and, and C, just intelligence that he doesn't he has not yet acquired. <laughs> yeah. And I see him get mad and I see him get frustrated and I see him trying to argue and I'm just going, you have, you have to listen to me. I am not stupid. And I'm not a liar. You have to trust me that I, I'm only nobody. There's seven billion people on the planet, and none of them want better for you than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I am literally your number one fan. I'm trying to keep you alive, first off, and make you into a good adult. That's my whole job yeah. is to make you into an adult. That's my job is to get you across to the finish line to where you can do this on your own. I'm holding the back of your bicycle seat until you can pedal without falling over. That's my job. And <laughs> and, and he doesn't like that sometimes. <laughs> he doesn't like having me be the adult in his life. He, he's 15, so he thinks I do what I want. And mm-hmm. um, and as that's teenagers okay. teenagers are wont to do. As, as he, yeah. And he's not a bad kid, but it's no. just like no. but there and there, there and then there's sometimes when he'll do something and I'll look at my wife and I'll go well, what the crap am I supposed to do with that like I don't have I don't even have a joke much less an answer yeah but I'm the adult you know and he'll come in and say well this and this and this and I'll go yeah that's a new one for me I'm <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that <laughs> but I'll I'll sit there and I'll I'll tell him straight up and honest I'll be like you know what son I'm not going to lie. I don't know. So you're going to have to give me a little chance to pray about it and to put my mind on it. Yeah. And I promise you that we'll we'll have this conversation and later today, maybe tomorrow, and uh, and and I'll try to do it the best I can. But you got to give me a little bit of patience so I can get my bearings on this too because this is your first time going through it. It's my time too. So I'm going to lend my experience. I just need you to lend your patience. Yeah. But dad is just math. <laughs> <laughs> well, that math ain't going anywhere, son. It's been there since freaking Pythagoras, all right? It ain't going nowhere now. What's the biggest difference between kids and adults? Besides height. <laughs> I was at age. Well, for some of us. I mean, I was like, I'm about the same height that I was in high school. So. Hey, I'm so, the same so height that I. I was in high school. What's this? What's the dif- What's the difference between being a kid and being an adult? The responsibilities. Or, sorry. The mileage. Life knowledge. <laughs> okay. Life experience. I would say impulse yeah, control. Yeah, like death. Like life knowledge, life experience. I know some adults like, who have like, no impulse control. There yeah. Is, yeah. That's, a good, I, that's a good answer, though. <laughs> and there's is. some adults that are like, that I know that are in their 50s and they act like children. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, like, there's one, there's one time. Okay, so what's the difference then between being an adult and being mature? 
Um, because yeah, I, I, I guess that yes, you could say you are legally an adult. But your ability yeah. to you make, handle. oh yeah, well your ability to your ability to make proper choices mm. based yeah. on responsibilities you know of or not know, but mm. I don't know choices making because life every day is a choice. You make choices, mm. a lot of them. So how you a, handle certain situations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there be some people who like I know in some workplaces you'll get someone like this is a grown person but they're acting like they're in high school right now mm. and you're not acting like an adult you're acting like a teenager that's a choice <laughs> and, 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 we're, and that choice I think comes from how we think it comes yes. from the, the way that we position ourselves mentally and, and emotionally that if we I think little little kids always blame they, they don't look, they don't take responsibility like you said responsibility mm. a little, little. they don't take that something goes wrong little kids go well it's not my fault I didn't do it they're always shifting blame I, I think that when you're thinking adjusts to that and the Bible even says it in first Corinthians it says don't be children in your thinking mm-hmm. you know yet, yet in evil be infants but in your thinking be mature and and I think that we have to start with our thinking um, that's first Corinthians 14 20. Okay. So that that can affect our actions, because and an adult knows how to do that. Yeah, kids only always ever think about themselves. They don't yes. see anything that's not. It's just like, what do I, I want this? Mine. I have my nephew is two years old, and he knows he can talk. He's a cute boy, but boy, he will wear out the word no, and he will wear out the word mine. Like I'm like, I love you. I will drop kick you. <laughs> No, which is interesting when you when you kind of think about it in that perspective because kindness and love and responsibility almost to a certain degree, if not full degree, is like a learned behavior. Like it's we we come out wanting to be selfish. So it's like a big part of I guess adulthood too, you have to think to, you know, yourself like, well, how did this person learn how to be responsible or learn how to make choices or learn how to be kind? Because a kid, a two-year-old or a three-year-old, right out, you know, fresh out, they're not usually going to be kind. They learn that in mm-hmm. some kind of form, whether it's their mom or dad, whether they're hugged a lot or, you know, something happens where he snatches a, you know, Tonka truck from another kid and mommy or daddy's like, hey, you know, you share the Tonka friends. truck. And then yeah. the kid's like, share, what does that, what's that word even ask, mean? But then it's like, kid. oh, you put the Tonka but truck in the mine. kid's hand, it's but it's mine. mine. <laughs> yeah, but it's mine. And then the mommy puts the Tonka truck in your hand and then kind of f- lovingly makes you put it in his hand. And it's like, there's this you moment of understanding like, okay, well, I don't know what the word share means, but I'm giving this kid my Tonka truck. But now, it has to, but okay, now, in society. You have the yeah. scenario very thought out. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, let me, let me speak for experience here, Tonka truck. Um, this is one, this is one thing that I have a higher expectation of other adults too. Mm. And I, and that, fr- that's where my frustration comes in. I yeah. very seldom get frustrated with little kids. Little kids are fine. They just stupid. They don't know they're little yeah. kids. But sometimes other adults will be stupid, and I'll be like, "Ooh, I'm gonna take you out behind the Hardies, and I'm just gonna smack you in the face." Yeah. Um, so, so like, I'll Hardies. see two little kids playing, and this will even happen at church sometimes. Two little kids are playing, and one will have the Tonka truck or whatever it might yeah. be, and the other little kid will come up and like snatch it out of their hand, like it's my Tonka truck, and 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 so then the 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 first the little kid who's actually who actual truck it is will go. The kid will cry because somebody just came up and yeah. did a little sandbox GTA on him. <laughs> and, and, and the kid will be like, ah, and then the mom will correct that kid and say, you should share. I'm like, D- 
you say you should share it, they should say don't steal. Right? True. Like, where's their that's responsibility? True. Yeah, yeah, there was true. there was one time that happened to my nephew, and someone come took something out of his hand, and uh, and I I went and snatched it back from the other little kid. Now the little kid started crying. I'm like, well, get it, get your parents to buy you better toys. <laughs> You're gonna say get a job. No, <laughs> <laughs> get a job, no, three no. year old. Buy your own um, <laughs> and and they're like, but he should learn to share. I'm yeah. like that, but it's his and, truck. And it's his truck, and, I, and that makes me a bad uncle. Maybe I don't know. No, I'm a little. Well, no, no, no. You're right. I mean, now, that, now that, that kid needs to learn to, to not that's, steal. Because it's twofold. You're right. I mean, that's so as a parent, if the kid steals, of essentially that is wrong that the kid stolen. That needs to be it talked about in that theirs. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm but, all for sharing, man, but I don't cut into enabling. That's yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah. saying. No, you teach them how to ask for a turn first. Yeah. Yes. I is it. What are the drawbacks of being a kid? No money. <laughs> well, <laughs> but you don't need money. Yeah, but you don't need People money. People buy your but Tonka you, trucks. Yeah, that's one of my favorite Maybe. memes that I've ever seen. It's a picture of Star-Lord crying, and it just says, what's your favorite memory of being a kid? Not paying bills. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I, I think yes. it's... Remember that? Yes, I think Star-Lord. it's boundaries or, like, limitations. Yeah. I yeah. think as a kid or... <laughs> it's like you have boundaries, and it's almost like... I remember growing up... I just hey, always ask EJ. Why? Hold on. I just this, this one of the saddest days of my life, Stephen, was the day I came off my parents' car insurance. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh god, As a young male. I've made a huge mistake. Oh, I've never been on my parents. I've always no, been on my old car insurance. When I was twenty-five and I got cut from uh, parents' health insurance, oh. that's when it really hit me. Oh. Like. Oh, I'm an adult. Yeah, like, but I you can pay. live without health insurance, man. You just, You're you, right. You just put I mean, some tussing on it, all right? But, <laughs> but now they charge you for it. Yeah. They hit you with that $700. Uh, Thanks, Obama. <laughs> but Jessica. only if it's uh, over a certain percentage. If oh, okay. It, yeah, if, it, if there's a waiver. But What's the drawback to being like an adult? Bills. 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 <laughs> yeah. Making bills. money and then having to spend it all on stuff you need. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's almost like you just kind of... Not that life is just paying bills, but honestly, there are times where you just think to yourself, like, man, like, you work, and, you know, if you're not ultra rich, where, like, you work or you have invested in real estate or something and you just have a surplus of expendable income, you just realize that, like, you work and you pay bills and then you have like a little bit left over to either make some choices. You can buy yourself something cool, a piece of electronics or go eat something more fancy, but <laughs> it's not like you're going to be splurging and balling out of control because you have expendable income. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like money. Well, for me uh, at this point in my life as a young adult, I am in college and, um, living at home with my mom because I can't afford to move out at this point because the hours that I work and the job that I'm working at does not pay me enough to be able to move out. Should have stayed with your masseuse things, right? (laughs) No, no. They get paid a lot. Uh, But you're also working like 10, 12-hour days. Yeah, but you get paid a lot. I already work 10, 12-hour days. I got a my job. She goes, I work three days a week, four hours a day, but she also gets mad tips, though. Yeah, like there's it's it's, it's a whole different thing that Mm -hmm. I'm not dealing with because that's not where God called me to be. Mm -hmm. I... Um, doing school and it's a lot of classes because I'm trying to get through it as quickly as possible but still be able to like pay bills and feed myself which mm. is difficult and, and your generation I think is unfortunate to be in a position where there's not a lot of jobs that people are going into like they did back in the 50s and 60s where it's like this is the job this is the company I'll be retiring from and not yeah. only that it's harder to own like a house or property like especially in Orlando there's just a, a, a segment on the news talking about the, the housing market in Orlando and how difficult it is to 
buy a home without spending over three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no home. Yeah, homes in Orlando are crazy. And it's like, like it's bad when I'm driving down the road. I'm like, that's a not a great house. Probably three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, when location. even twenty years ago, I was like, oh, that's a hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah. yeah, and it's like as as a young adult who wants to own a home and who who wants to have a place that they can call their own, um, it's very disconcerting to know it's like wow this seems so super unattainable because i'm making x amount of money a year which is nowhere near the older you get do you get more afraid of the future yes yes Yes. yep Uh, it's what it feels like right now expectations Mm. unpack that um as an adult you're expected and part of it is financial and career-based but because like you they expect you to have a career by X amount of age to have be married by this age, we have kids by this age. And when you don't do it, you can feel like a failure. Like I wanted to be married by the time I was 25 and that didn't happen. So like, am I a failure or am I just not living up to the expectation that I put for myself or that other people have set? Um, I wanted to have a career by the time I was, you know, 25, but I don't have a career yet. I'm still working at the same job I had when I was 19. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you really have to look at yourself, see what you're doing to either meet new expectations or change the expectations to something a little bit more realistic. What about presentation? What about the way that you have to carry yourself when, you, yes. when you're an adult? Like, how does that how, how does that change? And and is it a frustration or or like the way that people perceive you uh, versus being a youth? Well, that, that's what I was gonna say is um, social um, expectations and the way in the way you handle your uh, social life is different because in high school you're surrounded by people at all times. And so you're automatically, you have people around you so you can interact with people all the time. Where when you're an adult, if you want to make friends, if you want to talk to people, you have to be mature about it because people don't want to, people our age or older don't want to hang out with people who act like kids, except for actual kids as like youth leaders or or kids leaders. But like, I know for for me personally, um, when I see someone my age or someone who I know is an adult uh, making the decisions of a teenager uh, I do not want to be around that person so I know that for me and it's been a challenge for me in the past as far as like presentation because I'm a guy who likes to dress comfortable and not formal but like I've tried to make a change in that in in the last like year or two um, because uh, kind of what, what the expectations, like Stephen was saying, at this point in time, I'm kind of looking for the fu- for my future, which hopefully includes a wife and kids and a house and all that stuff. But because of those social expectations, as an adult, they're not as loose as when you were young. So you have to act a certain way, and people um, expect you to act a certain way. And yeah, if you're, if you're to attract people, if you're, going, if you're going to do a job interview, yeah, or on a first date. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the, the way that you present yourself is yes. important? Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Why? I, I've, uh, so I've seen people come into job interviews at my job, and I love, I'm like, you're not getting the job by, by how they presented themselves for the interview. Right. Mm-hmm. I saw a dude come in with a shirt on inside out, and I'm oh, like, no. Mm, no, I always, bro, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to do an interview. I got to do that because there's swear words on it. <laughs> like, I didn't even have to. Like I didn't have to do an interview for this new job that I'm at because I just transferred from sore to sore. And yet, but the first time that I went and met the manager, I made sure I dressed in like nice pants, a nice button-down shirt because that first impression is so mm-hmm. important. And as an adult, unlike high school where you're with this like a set group of people almost all the time because you have classes and you have people that you hang out with, 
Um, when you're an adult, uh, making a friend or making a new acquaintance can be spontaneous. You could meet somebody uh, out of nowhere and become friends with them or never talk to them again based on the interaction. The year was 1998, and wrestling ruled the airwaves. And a, a, a young 20-year-old me... Uh, 1998, 1999, um, you know, just just moving out on my own, trying to take my first steps as, you know, kind of a, a grown up there. Uh, I was working at this church part time. I was working, you know, doing between here and college and, and Disney World uh, where I was a puppeteer. And I, but I wanted to be working at the church. I want this is where I knew I wanted to be. This is where I felt like I, I needed to be. Uh, but the, I wasn't having any luck. I'd asked and, and kind of nudged and hinted and inquired. Uh, so you got any like you know I can work here and not have to go to another place gigs? And it wasn't happening. But there was a, an associate pastor at the time, and he was not too too much older than me, but he was uh, a high ranking official in our church on the full time pastoral scale. And and one day he took me aside. His name was. Clayton. He actually spoke here two weeks ago in our church. Oh, cool. uh, his name was Clayton, and Clayton took me aside and he said, "Hey, let's 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 go out real quick." So he he took me in his car, and we went out to the to the stores. Went to the Ross and Walmart and whatever. And uh, and Clayton bought me a couple pairs of khaki pants, bought me a nice belt, a couple you know polo shirts, button down shirts, bought me a sport coat. Like he bought me all this stuff. Wow. And, and he's like, "There's there's a time to uh, put away the childish appearance. There's a time to put away the things." I was coming to church with jeans, with the holes, you know, holes in the knees, uh, wrestling t-shirts. I prided myself on my collection of wrestling t-shirts every week. If I wasn't wearing like my Jericoholics Anonymous or you know my Lance Storm shirt or my Rey Mysterio shirt or my NWO whatever shirt, um, I, you know, that was kind of like the way I presented myself. And he said, "How you present yourself is how people are going to perceive you, and how yes. people." perceive you is how how they're going to open up the doors of opportunity for you. Yes. And I really appreciated that someone came in and they spoke that adult wisdom into my life so that I could see beyond where I was at. See, I had thought, well, this is my this is a reflection of who I am. This is my fashion choice. But what it was was a reflection of who I was. It was a reflection of my immaturity. It was not a reflection of who I wanted to be and who I was growing into. Um, and, and that's a super, super important thing. Um, when, I, when my son was in middle school, he wore the same shirt, I think, like on the first day of school two years in a row. I had his, uh, you know, first day of school pictures and it was like, oh, he wore that. The first year, sixth grade, he wore this nice po black polo shirt with like a green stripe across it second year seventh grade he wore that and then the third year he shot up and grew like four inches over the summer and it was like oh he can't wear that anymore there's a certain point where you grow past those things which maybe served you well in the past but they're not for now even jesus had to grow up it's an important thing to see that um in in luke chapter 2 it says jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with god and with man so jesus had to grow up from being the boy jesus to the man jesus and it wasn't just uh, i'm growing closer to god in my relationship with him and in my worship he had to grow socially and culturally he had to grow in favor with god and with man so that people would look on him as a mature adult. He couldn't go around and minister if people thought him, you know, oh, that's that wacky Jesus kid. You know, here he comes like, hey, everybody, I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> there, there was, there, there's a level of maturity. He had yeah. to be trustworthy. He had to be a, a man of integrity, of character, of honesty, of consistency. And, uh, and especially in that culture, especially in the Hebrew culture of that day, how he presented himself and how he carried himself would have been essential, critical. And in our image-based society, it's, it's a wonder to me 
I should say it's no wonder to me how people stay in this suspended state of adolescence, this uh, Mm -hmm. arrested development, if it were, uh, and and, in the fact that we perpetuate youth, we perpetuate childhood, we perpetuate immaturity in a world that that looks so much upon image and looks so much upon the exterior, um, the superficial. We can't get past this childhood thing. We can't get past this this youthfulness. Um, whether it's the culture of what we consume or it's the culture of how we act or the responsibility that we take, there's still people doing great things, uh, growing up and, and, and being mature and, and establishing themselves. I think that it has to be a willful decision and it's, it has to start with your thinking. It has to start with who you are uh, and let it outpour into what you do. Yeah. Um, I wrote a couple things down. Um, a mature person has learned how to use what they've learned. Meaning you picked up stuff along the way. You are like a, a human Katamari Damacy. Like you have rolled around enough things that you've picked up enough stuff. But if you don't know how to, if you haven't learned how to use what you've learned, um, you're not able to apply it, you know? So we, we define what do you have mastery over? Like I, I know you're in your 20s, uh, in your 30s, but we should start looking at where we're going to start focusing. Yes. What is it we're going to start doing? Pick up what mastery you can and learn how to use it. For, for God's glory and, and let those opportunities go as you're learning how to do the thing in a mature fashion. Uh, a second thing is a mature person is sensitive to other people. Um, that's a huge sign of Im- immaturity for me. That's a huge sign of childish behaviors when a, a little kid has no mind that there's other people. You know when you see that the most? You ever been in a restaurant and there's other people that have little, little kids? Those little kids don't care you trying to eat your, you know, uh, your, your Monte Cristo sandwich. They they don't like. <laughs> this is a random yeah, menu. Monte Cristo is a very delicious. We're at Benigan's for some reason, and it's also nineteen ninety eight. Count the Monte Cristos big in theaters. <laughs> We're eating a Monte Cristo sandwich, and there's a child behind, and that child does not care that you're trying to have a nice night out. When that child wants to scream, it's gonna scream. Yeah. Ah! It doesn't. It doesn't know. It doesn't care. <laughs> Um, you know, the, and that's a that's a childish way to think. Little little kids, uh, you know, I learned when I was growing up. But you know, when I was a little kid, and my mom would just bah, 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 she would just talk, 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 and we'd be at somebody's house, and I'd be like, okay, let's go, okay, let's go, okay, let's go, and we'd finally get her to the door, and she was about to leave, and then what would she do? One more thing. One more thing. She'd start talking to the people again. It's like, ah, can we just go? I'm dying here. And then what happened is I became the adult. <laughs> And it's like you're and then, the last one to leave church. Alive. And then my son is like, "Can we just go?" And I'm like, "We're eventually we'll go. Just be patient. You know, it happens." But uh, but uh, <laughs> but but we a child doesn't realize that there's other things that are happening. They just think like, "I just want to go." Are we there yet? Um, not sensitive to what other people want to do. Uh, a mature person has mastered his or her mouth. This is something we haven't talked about a lot tonight. Sometimes. A mature person, an adult person, knows when to hold them and knows when to fold them when it comes to the things that they say. Um, Mastery over your mouth. Little, little kids just say what they want. Mm -hmm. And it's it's hilarious sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a show that's on Netflix now with Carol Burnett where she's got a lot of little kids on there and they're helping. And they just, little kids say what they want. And that's cute and that's charming. Adults who just say whatever they want. Well, I'm just being honest. Oh, unfriend. Oh, you. (laughs) <laughs> Unfriend. Yeah. Um, that's it's not cute. It's not charming. You're There's, just being a jerk. You're just being a jerk and you're you're blanketing it in honesty and transparency. With all due respect. Nope. <laughs> Whatever comes after that. I'm not racist, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No offense, but to be fair, 
to be fair. <laughs> control See, what, I quite did, frankly. I didn't want to say that, but thank you, Jessica. Control what you say. Or or just or, or just a retweet with this. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know. Don't at me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> I did it ironically. And I added you. Thank you. Uh, a mature person uh, masters their money. They're not mastered by their money. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's, that's, a, what, that area. that's what a real, uh, when you want to be an adult, you have to decide, um, am I going to push the snowball or am I going to have the snowball chase me down the hill, like Dave Ramsey says. Uh, when, when you have money, do you does it do what you want it to do or do you only do what your money will allow you to do? I'd like to go get food tonight, but I can't. <laughs> Because I already spent it. Because it's gone. Being an adult is having the, no, we have food at home. Mm-hmm. With yourself. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I could go out to eat, but I need to save this money because I need it for something more important later on. Like, or I may need it for something more important later on. Like, that's that's my thing. Like, I'm not going to lie. I got I, I, I bought a hot toy the other day, and uh, it was like 200 I had a coupon, so look at me. I'm saving Our money. Coupon. This was my. This was my. Um, I'm celebrating. This is my bishop celebration. My my self bishop congratulations. Hot toy purchase. So uh, even after my coupon, it was still like two hundred dollars. Well, which one did you get? Uh, Marty McFly from Back to the Future too. And uh, and I'm driving. I'm driving home the other day, and I'm going. My air conditioner doesn't work in my vehicle right now. Yep. Oh, and I could have gotten that fixed, but I bought an action figure. Dang it. You know, and I'm thinking adult me now with sweat dripping down my back and knowing that summer is coming should have made a better choice. You know, and, and that's there's just any series of those things, whether it's when we're going out to eat or I'm spending my money and I'll figure out how. And that's why credit cards get the better of a lot of adults yeah. because you hold them and then they fold you. Yeah. You know, Jackie, I, I, we've had conversations about, uh, well, I'm just going to buy this. With what? I've got a credit card. Okay, Jackie. What? Be cool. When did I have this conversation? When you bought your, uh, you bought something at Best Buy like a couple oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. But like that was something I spent it once and then I don't swipe it again until I pay it off. I got you. And that's what I'm saying. So that, but I'm just saying we have had that, we have had oh, that okay. conversation. I thought you were insinuating that I was being irresponsible I was with not. credit card, which I am not. You, you cut me off with your defensiveness. But no, it, we had a conversation of like just, be careful about mm-hmm. that because they, it seems like free money until it's not. And those credit card companies, all they want you to do is swipe and then make that minimum payment, and then they own your soul. You load 16 tons, and what do you get? And then a mature person has learned perspective. Um, and this is a huge thing for me. This is a huge thing for, as an adult to know that everything is not huge. Like some people, like little kids freak out over everything. Oh my gosh, she's wearing the same dress as me, you know, or whatever. Oh my gosh, I got a pimple. Oh my gosh, he won't text me back. He left me on on red, you know, whatever. I don't know what that means. That's something my son says a lot. That's why you turn your read receipts off. Uh, yeah. You can't um, do that on some social media stuff. Uh-huh. The point is, like, the, some for, for, like, kids, everything is huge. Oh, my gosh. Or for some people, everything is small. Like, whatever, it's no big deal. Whatever, it's no big deal. I'll get to it. It's not that important. Son, you have homework to do, right? Yeah, I mean, a little, I guess, maybe. It's like, no. You, uh, uh, maturity, adulthood. Let's be things be in the right perspective. Yes, this is a serious big issue. No, this one isn't so big. And knowing how to gauge and respond to not everything is the end of the world and not everything is just passive and uh, nothing. You know, 
it, it's it's um, it, knowing how to gauge the perspective on those kind of things, and that keeps you you know healthy when something bad happens or when something is not worth getting your 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 britches twisted over. Um, I, I I remember in First um, Corinthians thirteen, the Bible says, "When I was a child, I spoke like a child; I understood as a child; I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things." This is from a guy who just bought a two hundred dollar action figure, but <laughs> but it's time for us to I think be the adults that God wants us to be. And wherever you are in your journey, nobody's expecting you know a twenty two year old to to speak or think like a fifty year old. But a twenty two year old will eventually become a fifty year old. Or right, what are you doing between here and there so that when you're 50, you're reaping the rewards. Learning now. the stuff that 50-year-olds now like. Like what? Mm. Prune juice. <laughs> you. <laughs> That's a warrior's drink. I used to drink that when I was a little kid. <laughs> being, an adult, being an adult isn't always fun, and I think that we can see that in our favorite forms of media and television and movies and things like that. When they take people that we fell in love with as kids and then they bring them back and show them to us as adults, mm-hmm. um, the Rugrats, not nearly as charming when they were all grown up. I was so uh-huh. excited and so disappointed by that show. Girl Meets World. Uh, now, that one uh, was entertaining. Was it? I liked it. But did, did you find the mark. adventures of, of Cody uh, and Topanga? As, as, did you find them as charming as adults, Corey and Topanga? Uh, no, not as much, but I, I, I still I like the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Uh, the same thing, I, Cobra Kai. They go back to the Fuller House. Oh yeah, yeah. you know yeah. there there's so many things. It's like oh now let's let's catch up with them Roseanne. now that they're adults. The new Bill and Ted coming out. Uh, yeah, like I don't want to see. I don't want to see like 50 year old Bill and Ted. Because Alex uh, Winnard has Whoa. not aged well. My back just went out. <laughs> that was bad. Shut up, Ted. <laughs> Rufus is dead. Oh. Uh, it's Rufus. true. Uh, and, and you know, the, the, we even try to reinvigorate franchise by like taking the characters that we love and like now let's have kid versions of them. Hanna Barbera went through a spurt where they just did this over and over again. Listen, it's like pup named Scooby. It's a pup named Scooby. It's a classic. It's show. the Flintstone okay. Kids or, or <laughs> Muppet Babies. Tom and Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. Muppet was Babies great. was you great. Mind, one of my favorite episodes of the Power Rangers is when they turn that Rita turned them all into children. <laughs> so they were I all kids that. and they couldn't be Power Rangers. What about uh, Tiny Tunes? Tiny Toons was Tiny different Toons. characters, yeah. but still, I, I but Tiny Toons would fit in with well, that. Well, they had some that wasn't, they but they were the, they, they were the adult versions. Like the teachers were the original Looney yeah. Tunes characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, the They're, teachers have been making laughs since 1933. That's pretty cool, as described in the theme song. Oh, my my, my pet rabbit funny. was named after. It was Buster. Buster oh, Bunny. I was like, your pet rabbit was named after? <laughs> and then even during some stories, we see characters go from being kids to being adults. You know, the Lion King, you see little tiny Simba, and he becomes Simba, king of the jungle. Simba. Uh, or, or, I don't know if you guys are Dragon Ball fans. No. <laughs> no. no. But, okay, no, whatever. A little bit. <laughs> Goku in Dragon Ball was a kid, yep. and then yeah. in Dragon Ball Z, he's a man, yep. and then he has his own kid. You know, we see this journey of, of, of him growing up. Steven, up your alley, Marty McFly. Yeah, I was saying that. Not nearly as likable as an adult. Well, no, because he, he... Not nearly cause as... Because of, of the Rolls Royce. It doesn't matter. <laughs> There's no version of him that's older that's not somehow sad. <laughs> like... Aww. My phone Aww. fell. And I caught it. <laughs> like I realized the look of that. 
And nobody uh, calls him chicken. And then in the same way, you know, we we didn't go see The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi for old Luke or mm. old Han or old Leia. I mean, they, they they were there, but they didn't carry the day. Yeah. Um, and Chewbacca stay the same. Chewbacca, well, you know, he ages well. He he moisturizes. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> he uses the beard oil. He uses a different he uses a different conditioner just for the fur tips oil. of his fur, and you know, he's he, he's good. Um characters do grow up and and we we want to see them mature we want to see them be better um they they've even gone back and like tried to reboot different franchises you guys gotham yes like okay hey now we're all like it's muppet babies in gotham city right yes like all the characters you love but they're all kids now or they're all like the the gotham begins they were going to do a cartoon show called gotham high a few years back oh no Uh. And it was going to be, yeah, you're, you're right. Groaning is the right move. <laughs> no. Where it's like, hey, we're all in high school, but uh, it's all the Batman rogues gallery, and you got Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, but then you have, like, the the Joker, who he's, like, the class clown guy, and then you have, uh, you know... Uh, Two-Face. <laughs> Sounds like a CW show to me. Two-Face yeah. is, like, the, he's the, the, the real, you know, preppy kind of kid, and then uh, Killer Croc is the big jock guy, oh. and, you know, Bane is... The, so they, they, uh, they're, like, the Riddler was, like, the goth kid or something like that. I don't know. You had all these... Uh, maybe that was Scarecrow. <laughs> Regardless, you have all these different characters. They sort of fit into the high school archetypes. That would have been a huge mistake. That yeah. was just, yeah. MTV already tried that with American High. Yeah, and in that it same, was presidents. In oh, that that's same, stupid. Wait, is that a thing? It was. Yeah, it is. I remember watching it on MTV. Was it yeah. modern or what, was it like? No, it high was JFK was the class president. Oh. There was um, Abraham Lincoln. He was like the loner. That's yeah. anachronistic. I can't handle that. It's wibbly wobbly. Yeah, George Washington was the class president. But in the, no, that's JFK. JFK. in the same way with like the like the 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 shows in the comics, we'll go like if we look at like the Robins and how they grow up. Like we'll look at Dick Grayson, how he went from Robin to Nightwing to eventually being Batman, and then back to Night. Like his his growth and the growth each Robin seems to outgrow the role of Robin. But Batman's still Batman. Batman's, <laughs> Batman's always Batman. But that's like one of those things where they were kids and they were learning and getting better when they're adults like uh, Tim Drake becomes Red Robin, uh, Jason Todd dies, becomes Red Hood, but like... Uh, it's, dead. It's a, and he's kind of a bad guy. He's Batman then, with guns. Yeah. <laughs> Jason was a good soldier. He so, served I mean, Batman you got, well. You got Nightwing, Red Robin, and um, Red Hood who are all adults now. Who are have all been trained and are their own basically Batman of their own city, so it's like the transition from being that kid as Robin to the responsibility of from, from being a sidekick to being the hero runner. Yeah, the, your own hero who you have your own responsibility. So what's the fascination with taking a hero that's established and like projecting him backwards to being a child? Like I still don't understand the whole like Superboy thing. Like I don't. Why do we need to see now, Superboy wait, like was, flying around Smallville with? I, I just don't get like was Superboy, young Superman, or was it a completely different character? In the I, original continuity, Superboy it was the adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Okay, because I was always confused. By which that. how could well, they not figure Superboys. out? You got Clark Kent in Smallville, and there's Superboy. And then you got Clark Kent in Metropolis, and there's Superman. Like, it doesn't take a Lois Lane to figure out what's going on or, here. And I bet you Clark Kent Lana as a child Lane. didn't wear glasses. Oh my goodness! Uh, but okay, uh, another example: uh, Star Trek. They, when the original Star Trek crew got older, 
they they could at first off they got ex- more expensive mm. and, yeah. it, and people just kind of didn't believe seeing a bunch of you know 60 year old people running around space shooting at klingons so they said we're going to go back this was before like when next generation had first started before they had even gotten the next generation movies um they said we're going to go back and we're going to create this new franchise of movies based in starfleet academy where it's going to be young kirk we're going to recast him and young spock and young bones and young scotty and we'll recast them as younger versions of themselves and then we'll begin telling the story like of how they all came together on the Enterprise, and they're like, ah, no, no one will ever watch. We're not going to do that. They they scrapped that idea, uh, and instead put it all into you know Next Generation of Deep Space Nine. And then of course J.J. Abrams, Abrams came yeah. up yeah. and did exactly like that, and it worked remarkably well actually. Yeah. But uh, there, there's something to be said about the the older Kirk. Versus, like when we watched the Wrath of Khan at the beginning of Wrath of Khan, it's the best of times. It was the worst of times. You know, the the characters get older and they change, and their worldview changes, and they become a better version of who they are. So as you get older, I pray that you would not lose any of the magnificence of your individuality, but that you would simply become a better, more focused, more successful, more wise version of who you are now, and that God would grow something wonderful and remarkable in you. I don't know that I would have had the perspective to say that 20 years ago. I think I would have more likely quoted uh, the who, hope I die before I get old. But uh, as I am, am now definitely the, the old man around this table, um, let me encourage you. You're going to get older should the Lord tarry. Uh, you're going to get older should you not get hit by a bus. Um, do it well. Yeah. Do it intentionally. Do it with wisdom. And, uh, and do it successfully. Because there's definitely right ways and wrong ways to grow up and to get old. And you don't want to be... Uh, the guy whose story starts out with you whining about, I want to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters, and then you end up on an island all alone going, I'm not going to do anything. The Jedi are dead. Uh, I'm going to drink milk from this weird teat. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy whose story starts and ends like that. You want to be the person who, you want to be the Luke Skywalker that we all went into Last Jedi wanting to see. Yeah. The guy that came out with the lightsaber and took on the entire First Order by himself. That's the Luke Skywalker we wanted to we see. did see that. We thought mm, we saw it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So ju- unless you have learned force astral projection, be I'm the best old you that you can be. <laughs> uh, because you know what? Being old isn't garbage. It's life. And, uh, and there's only one way out of ever getting old, <laughs> and that's getting dead. Yeah. <laughs> so on, on that happy note. <laughs> well, people are like cheese. They're older and they probably smell worse, but... They got a little more flavor. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Better to be over the hill than under it. That's a fact. And with that, uh, we have come to the end of our long journey tonight. Uh, we're all a little bit older and hopefully a little bit wiser as we have sojourned together. So, uh, again, join us in the conversation. Let us know how uh, how you feel about getting older, whether you are young and looking ahead, whether you are old and looking back. Uh, but be thankful, be grateful for who you are. Connect with us across all the social medias at Nerd of Godcast. And if you do love the show and you've made it this far, you have proven to us that you do, uh, please consider supporting our ministry on Patreon.com slash Nerd of Godcast. Uh, by the time you hear this, we will be in uh, Megacon week. Woo! Please come out and see us. Yeah. At Megacon, um, it's going to be a great time, and we hope to meet you out there. We will be at booth 308A, so we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, go see EJ, uh, Official Ness, 
see us. Go see Curry and Rice. That's Tory Line and MegaCon. And uh, we're super excited to meet you guys out there. We've got some uh, MegaCon exclusive merchandise and lots of fun stuff. So. We'll be there all four days. I'll be doing my my talk on religion and anime, the gospel according to Neon Genesis Evangelion on Thursday night up in the anime wing. So we do so hope to see you there. Um, before we get older tonight, I say uh, let's say good night and go home. Uh, for the Nerd of God cast, I'm Tony T. Steve O. Supremo. Good night and go home. Jackie. That's you. Bye. I was waiting for you to add Jess. Jessica. Bye. Jackie and Jess. Bye. EJ. Peace. Neff. Good night. And Nick Sadler. Goodbye. Till next time, we ain't got to go home. But, but we, we can't, can't stay here. It's really creepy. So my old man. No, I I I'm so old excited to see Tori. There's a lot of th- problems I have with bologna, okay? I don't like my food having a first name. <laughs>